Comic Clan and welcome to Comics in the Cross, the greatest streamers you have never heard of. And of course, I'm always one of your hosts, Cross, along with my co-host who is above me today, Nitro. Say hello to the lovely people, Nitro. What's up, everybody? And we are, of course, joined by some very special guests today. We are joined by... Oh, thank you so much for that host, El Tommy. Glad you could be here today, brother. Um, we are joined by some very special guests today. We are joined by Dr. Baron Bell, who's just up diagonally across from me there. Um, as well as, and thank you, Ads, for that host as well. Eh? All the hosts are coming in quick today. Um, thank you so much as well for joining us today. Mark Stansel, um, Dr. Baron Bell, the creator of Dominion Comic. If you've been following me on social media, you've been seeing me post some of the... And the artwork from that, along with Mark Stansel, coming from Terminus Media, the publishing house that is um, producing the comic. We are so thrilled to have them both with us here today. So excited yeah. for some great conversations. Gentlemen, thank you, thank you for, for joining us today. Yeah, really appreciate it. Hey, guys. What's up? Thank you, guys. Thank you for uh, having us. Absolutely. Yeah, absolute pleasure. Um, so before we delve into some conversation, let me do some housekeeping, throw out all our general stuff, just get that out the road. And uh, let me bring up skeets. I'm still getting used to them. Stop making fun of me, all of you. <laughs> um, so, of course, first of all, is our sponsor, Gamer Grind Co., which is up above Dr. Bell there, the number one coffee for gamers. Hashtag on that grind. Go ahead and click on that link in chat to get yourself some absolutely amazing coffee. Do not forget to use Comics in the Cross and the checkout for 5% off. Um, and as well as you're there, go ahead and pick up some of our merch that's there. We have a coffee mug and sticker available, so you know you know you want to go and get that, so why not? <laughs> uh, of course, if you want to support the channel, you can sub to the channel now, which, you know, hey, big news, Nitro, we're up to five subs now. I don't know where that nice. came from. Nice. Apparently, been off. off for a week, we ended up with five subscribers, so there you go. And All right. We just got to take a week off more often. Yeah, apparently. Hey, that's it. That's it. Um, if you don't want to support us through subbing or still want to support in some other way, you can click on that link there for our Patreon and support us for as low as $2 a month. The finances doesn't affect what we do. We're still going to be here rambling at you pretty much every week because, hey, we love doing it. Yeah. Um, just we like to talk. Exactly. So the finances just allow us to do some new and different stuff for you guys. <clears throat> Um, also as well, go ahead and check out our merch store over at Teespring. Get yourself some Comics and Cross merchandise. Some leggings. I mean, yeah. go ahead and pick those up. Nitro's a massive fan of our leggings. Um, you can also pick up <laughs> you can pick up t-shirt, you can pick up a hoodie, you can pick up now kids' t-shirts and baby onesies because I've got a kid on the way and I thought, you know what, let's, let's totally just absolutely put merchandise all over my child to advertise comics in the cross because why absolutely not? <laughs> why not <laughs> because why not why not indeed and um, if you have missed any of our previous episodes you can catch them over on our youtube uh thank you humor whittle and um, for joining the comic clans thank you so much for coming in uh, humor if i'm correct actually is one member of the one geek 411 podcast and um, who, if you guys watched our social media, I'll be able to check them out next week as they'll be guest hosting along with me on our show. And um, so, thank you so much for coming along and following our. Absolutely appreciate it. And um, I'd love to announce you by your name. I'm not actually sure which member of One Geek Four Eleven you are. So, if you want to throw out in chat, that'd be absolutely great. Um, and last one, you can go ahead and follow us on our social media and continue the conversation in our discord on those links i think i've thrown out pretty much every link possible so it's taken care of it's all done <laughs> all out. out of the way cameron is humor's name cameron, cameron there we go cameron, 
Cameron is one of the one of the consistent hosts and um, was one of the two man team running One Geek Four Eleven, and um, but they have literally added two more members to their team who I don't think are weekly members. They pop in every other week, I think. Um, but you'll get to meet most of them next week because apparently replacing Nitro, I I felt we needed four people to do it. So, well, that's the only that's way to replace them is by getting a whole get. team of people in. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we are so excited to have One Geek Four Eleven, and next week we'll talk a little bit more about that later on. But thank you so much for coming and joining us. Thank you for everyone else who I have not seen in the chat. Well, the chat has blown up apart from me already. Yeah. Wow. All right. So as I said, we have some very special guests with us today. I am so excited to delve into this conversation. I I feel like I've just been seeing stuff of Dominion popping up in my social feed for like forever now. Um, <laughs> since it just it randomly popped in one day and I'm like, that looks really interesting. And then the more I just dove into this amazing world, the more it just caught my attention. Um, before we go into the comic itself though, I'm going to hand over to, um, to Dr. Bell and over to Mark and just to introduce themselves to let us know who they are and just to let you guys know who we've actually got on the show so uh, let's start with you um dr bell or baron whichever one you want to go by i'm probably going to switch between those two <laughs> yeah you can use either either or i paid a lot of money for that doctor so <laughs> that's why i feel like i need to say dr <laughs> bell and i'm like if i if i went through you all that effort to become a doc you know if Listen, i done all that my, to become my... a doctor it'd be like yeah i want to be called doctor too you know? <laughs> my, my my friends call me baron so you guys are now my friends and my brother awesome. oh thank you so Sweet. you guys can call me baron um basically my name is dr baron bell and i am a professor of art and design for liberty university uh and for george fox university um a christian university here in uh, portland oregon where i live um I have the distinct pleasure of having created one of the very few master's level comic book publication courses in the country um, at Liberty. They somehow allowed me to do that. So that's that's kind of pretty amazing. Um, And so uh, being able to uh, uh, put, uh, you know, really high level, high quality uh, Christian men and women uh, into the comic book um, mindset and uh, and publishing is is definitely one of one of the the goals that i have always had uh, when it comes to education um and just really looking at comics as an art form uh and also a form of discourse to engage the 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 culture uh at large um is is really really huge for me uh so when i'm not uh, you know publishing comics yeah that's what i do I'm i'm a college professor of art and design feel completely underprepared to be hosting this show today i'm not gonna lie <laughs> I'm, I'm just i'm just gonna go it's like yeah <laughs> but, but but phil phil you're you're cool because i'm wearing a black panther shirt so there so we just, go yeah i'm i'm a, I'm a nerd there we just, go just you know everybody's i'm, I'm with it's you just we're, a we're all cool <laughs> i'm a doctor nerd there you go <laughs> a doctor nerd there you go <laughs> there you. Um, and then also to mark as well mark you're coming from a very different perspective you're coming from the actual publishing house of Terminus Media. And so tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got wrapped up in this whole thing. <laughs> Absolutely. So if Dr. Bell in, is intimidating, I'll, I'll be very easy. My name's Mark, and I like hot dogs. <laughs> and I like, I like Star Wars. <laughs> but I, um, I actually, you know, I went to Moody Bible Institute back in the day, have a degree in pastoral studies, and um, uh, I'm also a, a, 
a data integration guy and uh, I started with some friends. We started this little thing called Terminus Media 16 years ago uh, oh, wow. with a goal to let's, let's see if we could make one comic book. Let's just see if we could do it. And we had no money, we had no resources. And, uh, you know, we just did whatever we could with whatever we had. And we had some artists, we had some writers. Uh, and so, you know, we started back then and uh, over time we created a lot of books. And I, I met Dr. Bell at the Art Institute of Atlanta, may it rest in peace. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we we just had a great conversation and I, I think I was talking to the class about how to create a comic and about the business a little bit and uh, we just struck up a conversation and started talking about a little project uh, called Radio Free America that uh, mm-hmm. that Baron had in his mind and in his heart and so I was like that's the that's a great idea we let's do that and so we did that book together and uh, you know Terminus uh, kept growing and uh, we we would go to these conventions and people would say we really like your comics will you create a comic for us then will you create some animation for us um so you know we did work for companies like the you know the cdc you may have heard of them recently <laughs> uh, we did over an hour of animation for them and uh you know nitto tires and and other things uh but uh you know at the beginning of this past year uh, baron and i were talking and we kind of got the same uh, the same message from God at the same time that uh, we really wanted to focus on faith and friend and family friendly mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and um, so that's really the direction uh, that, that God is leading us to go and that we're really excited about. And uh, so we also <clears throat> started talking about a little project called Dominion, which is another one of those things uh, that just blew my mind when you know and baron just throws these ideas out i was thinking about <laughs> blah 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 <laughs> and um <laughs> you know it just floored me the idea and how ambitious it was and how uh, it was right along the, the lines with the things that i felt god had been calling me to do um with with my life and my career and with terminus media so mm-hmm. that's me awesome i mean that's absolutely amazing and and yeah, even the way you described Dominion kind of sums up how I felt when I first looked at it and I first seen it, and I'm like, I'd never really seen, <clears throat> excuse me, I never really seen anything like it before. Yeah, I feel you like Cro- Cross and I have had this conversation before numerous times. Like, so as a Christian and as a comic fan, there's not a ton. I I don't think that is ton of storytelling. I guess from a comics perspective, that is like focused almost almost at directly at us. Because I remember, you know, getting into comics, like, into my late teens, my early 20s, like, going into, you know, not even knowing that there were Christian comics around at the time, but going into, like, the Christian bookstore or whatnot, and then seeing, like, holy cow, they have a they have a comic section. And then, other than the Action Bible, and it, it was it was a pretty, pretty dry market, so. Yeah, realizing, um, they, oh, they have a comic section, I'm like, no, no, they don't. Yeah, yeah. Just, no, just seeing really like <laughs> seeing actual like really high quality stuff told from a unique perspective as yeah. as a Christian is really cool. Yeah, because I mean, like, I've I've been into comic books pretty much my whole life. I've loved superheroes. I love comics, and <clears throat> and when it comes to Christian comics, you either get like one of two choices. I always felt like you got the here's a a graphic representation of the literal biblical story, literally, yeah, the literal taken story. right out of the Bible. <clears throat> or it's this super corny, super cheesy, super 
over the top over the top yeah airy fluffy story and i'm like i mean i remember like going into like the christian bookstore near where i lived and finding a comic and getting so excited and it was like i don't know if you guys ever heard of it, it was power mark and it was like this christian superhero dude oh yeah and, i remember yeah yeah and, like it was so cheesy the only cool thing about it was the fact that the villain had this really cool design <laughs> That was the only thing worthwhile in it. The rest of it was so bad. And it was like, and yeah, just always kind of figured like, you know, Christianity and love for comics is just always going to be separate things because mm -hmm. there isn't a crossover. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. then, and then seeing Dominion and like, wait a minute, this is actually like a biblical based story. Yeah. I remember when I was a kid um, going to church, yeah. and they would tell us these stories about, you know, Samson. And the first time I saw a Hulk comic, like I grew up in this independent fundamentalist Bible church where we yep. don't smoke or chew or go with girls that do. Pretty and, much. You know, it was, you know, I remember hearing these stories about Samson who he, he killed how many guys with the jawbone of an ass? Right. Yeah. right? If you're reading in the uh, King James version, I mean, this guy was a superhero. He was throwing, yeah. he was throwing it down. Yeah. And, I remember the first time I saw the Hulk, I would be like, hey, that because I didn't grow up with comics because, you know, the church I went to, they didn't even allow playing cards because yeah. they called it the devil's picture book. And, <laughs> you know, it was kind of bizarre and it was and there's no dancing and there's no, you know, you can watch only two or three shows on television. There was a there was very much a wall between mm -hmm. what was going on in the in the creative uh, culture at the time. And, you know, we have to, we as Christians, we have to set ourselves apart from all of those things. And so I guess we were set apart from the good things and the bad things, just yeah. in case. Yeah, just and, in um, case. Yeah. <laughs> no, definitely. And um, sorry, I just want to jump yeah, in the, the chat. And, well, and see, the thing is, it, 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 Sorry, it I just really... want to jump in with the chat, Brian, just before you go on. And um, just birthday for days coming in. How are you doing? Cross the cross seeing that he's doing well and just dropped in having some lunch at the moment thank you so much Bursley, for coming in and just spending some time hanging out with us during your lunch break thank you man we appreciate it mm -hmm. sorry on you go baron sorry i just wanted to catch the chat there as it was going by yeah no <laughs> um just like with, with what you guys are saying um mark and i we've been doing this for for a minute uh and even before i was with mark i was um doing uh comics um mm -hmm. and uh Asked, when I, uh, I I went to uh, Regent University, um, which is where you guys are in Virginia. Uh, I got my master's in uh, in film and animation. And uh, after I graduated, this was like 2000. Um, I went out to LA to try to sell um, a, a, an animated TV series. And when I was out there, you know, mind you, I'm a Christian. Mm -hmm trying to to impact the world uh for christ uh and through through entertainment um found out that that really wasn't the direction or the way i needed to go because you know i mean hollywood is, is a grind i mean it really mm -hmm. is a grind you have to do a whole lot of work you got to make a whole lot of connections and make ends you know make those ends meet um well come to find out that you know it wasn't through my tv show that I was going to, you know, kind of brush that uh, industry. It was actually through this little comic that I was developing called Cobalt Warrior Angel. Uh, I, I, I kind of got some attention from Warner Brothers based on what I was doing with that. 
warfare, but it did show me that, okay, there's something in here that God has to develop. And it's something that the world can love. Mm -hmm. And so through that, I kind of understood that, okay, fully, um, I'm going to develop IP that, that can appeal to the masses. It's going to take some time of development and God is going to mature me up as a man first mm -hmm. and do all of the things that I need to do creatively to get to that point. But I, I did know that it wasn't directly through movies. I knew it was going to be through comics. Mm -hmm. And so, cause you know, I'm a big nerd, by the way, guys, I'm a huge, huge, huge nerd. So through Cobalt and through ultimately Radio Free America with which I, uh, I met Mark, um, by the way, Radio Free America is, uh, in a nutshell, Red Dawn meets The Wire. Uh, oh, it's kind of like uh, my, my, my World War III take using, you know, uh, hip-hop. Nice. <laughs> it's awesome. like a urban, urban <clears throat> hip-hop apocalypse where, you know, a, a, a DJ in South Philly uh, escapes to Canada after the Russians invade uh, America. And then through a pirate radio station, he broadcasts um, uh, code to resistance fighters through hip hop. Oh, and so, so cool. I uh, saw the cover and it looked awesome. Because yeah. I saw him with the headphones. Yeah, like, that looks super interesting. I want to I read that. Yeah, let yeah, me go ahead and throw yeah, this in chat and... then. Um, so I'm just throwing it in chat here. If you want to pull it up at any point, you can put exclamation point Dominion. Um, and that'll bring up a link to the website for Terminus Media where you can pre-order chapter one of Dominion, um, which drops next month. Um, but also you can find Radio Free America on there as well, yeah. just as we're talking about it. You can find all that stuff on the website. Um, so I just wanted to throw that in there I mean, for everybody uh, just to check it out if they yeah, want to. Yeah, absolutely. My thing is, guys, um, and, and this is uh, what you were getting at, Nitro, about um, going to a Christian bookstore and not seeing uh, a comics selection. There's a few the Archangels or Power Mark or the Action Bible, mm -hmm. you know, what's up, Sergio? <laughs> I know you're out there, the, the, the artist of the Action Bible, really cool dude. Uh, so the thing is, for me, though, um, I knew that there is a way to make the two meet, mm -hmm. the faith and the fandom. Mm -hmm. There's a way to do it. We just haven't cracked it yet. So through me doing Cobalt and through me doing Radio Free America, which in my kind of way, it's almost kind of like an allegory of the Exodus with, you know, the, the main character, his name is Moses. And so, mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of like a, 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 a rough allegory through yeah. hip hop, through apocalypse, through all this. It's, it's a very, very, you know, kind of loosely based allegory of the Exodus. Um, and so using kind of, the Bible as a basis for archetypal characters mm -hmm. and narrative storytelling using the fundamentals of the, of the Judeo-Christian faith. I wanted to construct stories that were elevated mm -hmm. um, so that we're not just, you know, rehashing you know swords and sandals all day because yeah. that's been done over and over and over and over again my thing and, and this is what i wrote my uh i did my master's thesis on this about how you could actually have good quality family entertainment that is very lucrative and that is able to transcend 
all sorts of different uh, strata in order to reach so many different people. Um, and so me doing all of these projects up until Dominion was just, you know, me trying to crack the genome of how yeah. to actually do it. How do you do it and do it right? That it, it is entertaining. It is educational. It does reach your core market, but then it can explode out to other markets too. And so that's where kind of Dominion was germinating and all of that history, all of that history. So it came to the point where in Marcus Wright at the beginning of 2020, even at late night, late 2019, um, idea through the Holy Spirit kind of, kind of uh, coalesced in my brain. And I said, you know what? I really, really love the story of the founding of the kingdom of Israel. I really, really love the history books of the Bible. I love them. I keep going back to them. My wife always teases me. That those are the only books you love. Yeah, they, yeah, because they're they're narrative. They're narrative. Yeah. And you know, to me, it's like that's Game of Thrones before Game of Thrones. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, if you really want, you don't really want to see the real of First Samuel, First Kings, because that's not PG at all. No. no. People getting their heads cut off, all sorts of stuff. And so I said, um, there's something there, um, but figure out how to crack the code, how to elevate it. How, how can I um, create something that is marketable IP that mm -hmm. we can grow into something bigger? And so, you know, I'm a nerd. And so, uh, you know, God took all of the stuff that I love. I love Star Wars. I love Narnia. I love Doom. I love Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. I love Game of Thrones, even though I can't watch it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love all of that stuff. And I'm like, okay, I want to create something that the family can watch, but that nerds could love. Yeah. Those two things is what Dominion wowed of. Yeah. And so then, of course, I love, you know, anthropomorphic characters, Thundercats, all of that. And so, you know, this all kind of came together at, at a head. And I don't know, I just came to Mark one day and I'm like, you know, Mark, here's the, story, here's the idea. I know it sounds crazy. I know space lions and mechs and the story of of the the founding of the house of saul and then its ultimate ultimate fall yeah. and all of this stuff and it's like coming together in this really gigantic shakespearean meets sci-fi epic <laughs> that we call dominion fall of the house of saul so dr dr bell i know we talked about this a little bit before the podcast but um like I feel, you know, coming from an art background, I went to school for art, and went to college, got my degree in studio art. I, I love the aesthetic of Dominion. I think it's really cool. Thank you. And I love the anthropomorphic stuff. I love that. Like, so that, you. did you did you always want it to be like, have like a sci-fi bend to it with the anthropomorphic um, like feel to it? Or was that always the intention Absolutely. from the get-go? Yeah, to tell you the truth, um, that aesthetic is 20 years old for me, mm -hmm. over 20 years, because when I was at Regent, um, I was doing uh, an animation um, called Sword of the Spirit, which was definitely more of uh, an <clears throat> allegorical kind of take on the Bible mm -hmm. that, that had anthropomorphic characters. Um, the other thing with, with um, animals, 
and this is something that I take directly from C.S. Lewis, is that there is something benign about an animal. An animal does not have a race. Uh, an animal does not have a culture. And so anyone can, can kind of relate mm -hmm. to an animal more so than an actual person because of that very thing. And yeah. because of that, you're able to use animals to communicate human, very human truth mm -hmm. is directly from C.S. Lewis. So uh, being able, I mean, look at in the Bible, um, truth is communicated through animals at times. Mm -hmm. Look at uh, uh, Balaam and uh, the, the mule or the mm -hmm. donkey, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, you have, you know, the very uh, nature proclaiming the glory of God. You know what I'm saying? So there, there is something about animals that have always been intrigued, that has always been intriguing uh, for me as yeah. as ways to communicate um, a very human truth. I mean, even look at some of the, the greatest you know cartoons that we grew up with, Bugs Bunny, yeah, Tom and Jerry. You know what I'm saying? The reason why those guys are so timeless is because of the fact that they're animals. Yeah, they they now they communicate very human truth and in a lot of cases double entendre because of course you can be a little child and love uh bugs bunny but then you then again you can be an, an old cat and still like oh yeah i, I see what you did there i see yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah and so it's it's very cool but but i use i use that i, I make use of it mm -hmm. um through through building um symbol take the symbolism directly from the bible because mm -hmm. uh you you see that uh the, the Bible references Jesus as the lion of the tribe of Judah. Mm -hmm. I started there. Yeah. So the the kingly lineage of dominion, they're lions. Uh, you can take that from the Lion King as well. Lion, the Lion King is almost mm -hmm. kind of like a derivative of, of the messianic story. Yeah. And then you build from there um, a whole universe of, of an animal kingdom of all sorts of different animals representing different uh, different types of uh, human traits in a lot of different ways. Well, even even the way that you did Samuel the priest as a crow, I thought that was really yeah. cool. Like, because you know you think of crows and you think of like a, a wise, some just like wisdom, you know, and having him portray well, yeah. as Samuel, I thought that was really cool. It's funny you say that because i i was in very very intentional about using a crow for for the levitical priesthood especially samuel mm -hmm. because the thing is when you initially think wisdom you don't think a crow you think an owl okay mm -hmm. uh as a matter of fact you know i love this the the movie the secret of nim back in the day i'm not sure if you guys remember yeah. that yeah um but the the wise owl that mrs brisby goes to um i think I can't remember what the actor's name was. He played a very, very uh, cool actor. Um, he was he was old and he was ancient and he had spider webs for robes and he walked mm -hmm. around. And that's, that's kind of like what you think of when you think of wisdom. But I said, you know what though? I'm gonna take it and spin it a little bit and I'm gonna make him a crow because yes, you can get wisdom of a wise look from a crow, but you can also get this a uh, little bit of of mischievousness mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying i mean because yeah. crows they, they they know more than they let on yeah and so uh samuel samuel is very very wise but samuel has this kind of a a, a snarkiness to him yeah and it's almost like a playfulness <laughs> about him 
Yeah. Because um, when you first meet him in Dominion, he's he's chastising Saul for uh, for not following the 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 command of the Almighty. This would be First mm-hmm. Samuel chapter fifteen, um, where uh, you know God told Samuel. I mean, God told Saul. Uh, to to completely eradicate uh, the Amalekites, he said. He said, "I want you to eradicate them." Saul decides to mostly eradicate them. Mostly, eradicate he wanted to keep some of the, the choice things for himself. Eradicate ish, and so <laughs> when he doesn't do that, when he keeps these these choice trophies in the king's alive, Agag is alive. Samuel takes Saul aside. And he says to him, you know, why didn't you follow the total command of, of the Lord? We call uh, God the Almighty in dominion. Um, so Samuel says, uh, you know, uh, the Almighty told you to completely destroy the Amalekites. And uh, Saul says, oh, no, well, I mean, I did destroy the Amalekites. I did. And And Samuel's like, well, what is this? What do I hear in the background? This this um this whine of enemy thrusters and landing yeah. craft instead of the bleeding of sheep. Yeah, know, so, yeah, so I, I love kinda, that. Like, take it and spin it a little bit. And uh, and so uh, yeah, so so I, I I do a little bit of kind of um uh, bending of the scripture <laughs> in order to meet um, the story of dominion. So it's not like a, a an exact take. So there are a lot of ways that I actually depart yeah. from it, but. Uh, you know, I do stick to a lot of the main plot points. Yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna lie. Like that scene, like, cause I pre-ordered like Dominion pretty much when I first heard about it, and you sent out like the the PDF of a, the sneak peek, and like reading that scene, like between Saul and between Samuel, like that was me hooked. Yeah. And, like that scene just played out so well, and I'm like, it was awesome. Like even the portrayal of Samuel and him as the crow, and I'm like, I just, mm-hmm. I totally invest. Like, yeah, that's that's exactly what I imagine Samuel would have been like, and that's exactly how he would have reacted. And that whole scene playing out was like, yeah, I, I'm in. I need to see what happens now. I need to see how this plays out. It's just such a cool yeah. take on it, and it's just such a I great wanted, perspective I wanted to on be, it. We want Dominion to feel big. Yeah, feel ancient. I wanted to feel old i wanted to feel like you know star wars feels old i mean star wars you can trace star wars back thousands and thousands of years back to the old republic and then before that i want dominion to feel just like that yeah um you know my thing is when when the the lord gave me dominion something huge Mm -hmm. uh because god doesn't do anything halfway and so my thing is when mark is like if we're going to do this it. Yeah. We're going to do it huge. If we're going to do this, this isn't just a Christian book that's just going to sit on a Christian bookshelf. No, this is going to be going up against DC, Marvel, ultimately Disney uh, products. This is going to be able to sit next to, uh, you know, uh, an X-Men or a Batman or whatever on, on a bookshelf. Yes, it is also appealing to my primary audience, which is Christian family. Mm-hmm not ashamed to, to say that we we are unequivocal about that this is a yeah. christian this is a, a judeo-christian based book it's in the title fall of the house of saul so we're, we're not we're not mincing anything 
Um, but we're here to say that we are just as good, mm-hmm. if not better, yeah. than the stuff that's already out there. And our artwork tells you the truth. Yes. And, uh, you know, the thing is, you know, we don't do it unless we do it in excellence. Yeah. Yeah. Cameron in chat said, I love the point on stories being huge. So many good stories are a snapshot of a world, but there's more that you want to learn about. Um, yeah. And just piggybacking off that, you said, uh, Dr. Bell, you come from a background of film uh, and, and, and animation. You come from that world, at least, you know, learning and stuff. I mean, you can tell in the comic like the comic has like a cinematic feel to it you know it's it you know you thank you the, even the way that the panels are laid out and like you have um some of the characters like overlay onto other panels like the top half of a or the a side of a character will overlay into another panel it's just i, I love it, it almost has like a like a I mean, we're huge jonathan hickman fans his avengers run is probably one of the best yeah, runs yeah yeah, his, his run on the Avengers, the way that he just let stuff breathe and like just, just let it breathe, mm-hmm. let it take some time, let the story build slowly. You don't have to cram it into mm-hmm. people's faces. It definitely has that feel, um, yeah. and I, I love if it. You, if, you read, if you read Hickman's um, House of X, Powers of Ten, mm-hmm. but that's also something that's awesome. I mean, yeah, I love the way he tells stories. Mm-hmm. My background is in film. You know, I spent a whole year in L.A., Part of that time, uh, I was doing storyboards for film and television. Um, I've, I've written scripts, many scripts. Uh, so I, I come from the cinematic uh, background. So when I'm doing Dominion, I see Dominion as storyboards mm-hmm. for potential film and television projects. So when you look at it, uh, it's it's not a surprise that you actually see that there is a cinematic element to Dominion, mm-hmm. and when I I you know I, I have um, my artists and my you know I do the pencils for Dominion, so that's that means I do the initial storyboards for mm-hmm. for the the piece, but then I I, I have um, my inker and then my colorist uh, Chris happened to be my former students who basically I'm putting them through kind of like a boot camp. So they're learning, but they're also working at the same time. Yeah. As we're as we're developing things, I'm leading them towards different resources. That's so cool. In order to in order to perfect the look that we're trying to go for. Mm-hmm. So I tell my students, it's like, you know, use re- use reference as much as possible and so mm-hmm. when we're when we're talking dominion and we're talking the style um we're talking um a certain architectural style we're going for uh so yes there's high science but then there's also uh ancient uh, ottoman uh kind of influences there is uh, uh christian uh, byzantine influences uh, there, uh, especially you guys haven't seen this yet, but there are certain scenes which are, are very uh, uh, Catholic, early Catholic Byzantine uh, kind of influential uh, architecture. Mm-hmm. Um, the the uh, the clothes, the clothing, and in, in the uh, costume is uh, part Art Deco, um, part uh, Victorian era. Uh, so you know, there's a lot of different things that I, I that I referenced and I have my artist reference as far as color is concerned 
Um, we don't necessarily go from, you know, just our heads. No, I'm telling Chris, hey man, study the masters, study uh, Caravaggio and Vermeer and, and go back in, um, you know, Alphonse Mucha and, and um, you know, Art Nouveau mm-hmm. artists, Waterhouse. Yeah. So it's like, here, here, this is what I want you to reference. Don't worry about what people are doing now. No, you go back to the masters when you're dealing with light and color mm-hmm. and tonality. And that's what you that's what you look at. And so there is a uh, almost a, a classical kind of a timeless feel that I'm going for with dominion and, and, and God willing will achieve it. Yeah, because even even the not just the the way that the characters are laid out and the way that the panels are laid out, but the, the decor on the actual characters like mm-hmm. I was looking at uh, I don't know if I'm, I'm probably going to murder her name, but Queen Aniam Ania him. Okay, here, here's a, this, is a, this is a lesson. This is a lesson that I'm going to give everybody. And I do this on the page. I spell it out phonetically. Because yeah. the thing is, heroines this is what we're doing in Dominion is trying to give them more shine time and make mm-hmm. them real women heroines. Unfortunately, a henoim, a henoim, she's the queen. Uh, she's referenced maybe once or twice in the biblical text. And so I had to kind of like figure out, okay, well, how do I say this name? And then once I learned how to say it, it's like, okay, I have to teach people. This is a Hanawim. This was a real person. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, um, the, 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 the women in scripture, a lot of times did not really get a whole lot of shine time and they, they really deserve a whole lot more, but, yeah. but I'm sorry, what were you saying? No, 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 no worries. I appreciate that. It's just the headdress that she's wearing and one of the sketches that you've done, yeah. it, like just how ornate it is and just the, the decorations on it. And it's, it's very regal. Uh, but it's it's so beautiful. It's awesome. I, I love the style. That's that's the Art Deco influence. Yeah. And uh, at at a certain point in time in my past past, uh, I wanted to be a fashion designer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so some of that is coming through in the um, in the costume design of, of Dominion as well. So I love kind of like um, uh, just the, the uh, uh, adornments and mm-hmm. um, the accessories and all I, I love those things yeah. because it kind of like adds story to their whole look it you know you can kind of tell that there's something more to a person you see a certain type of chain that they wear or mm-hmm. you know the fact that a henoem you know uh, when I look at a hem a henoem one of the things that I was very inspired by and you guys out there who, who may have not loved the uh, the the prequels of Star Wars Episode One, Two, and Three, you could at, at least appreciate the costume design uh, yes. because, uh, especially with Queen uh, Amidala, mm-hmm. I was very very taken by by her costume design. So some of that influenced yeah, I look at uh, Hanawan, uh because she is regal, she's ornate. They call her the Golden Queen of Dominion. Uh, because the the subjects revere her so much because she's so good and pure and and loving um kind of like a contrast to king saul actually um but uh and then also um if you look at history um queen nefertiti as well uh, mm-hmm. if you look at uh, art history um you know how regal she was and ornate and beautiful um she was i i, I use that as a uh, as a as a point for uh, queen hanoam as well yeah, I think sometimes we can get closer to the truth 
of, of the situation with something like a comic book. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I'm, you know, again, in Sunday school with the flannel graphs, I don't know if you guys <laughs> yep. know what flannel graphs are. Oh, I feel yeah. like we went to the same church. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. That's about as creative as it got. And yeah, but, but there's a lot of creativity, you know, I remember they used puppets and other things mm. like that in church, which I, I always loved whenever the more creative they got, the, the, yeah. the happier I was as a kid. Yeah. Um, cause I was a creative kid and you know, when, when, when you, when you look at the, the situation in that beginning of, of dominion where, uh, you know, the prophet shows up and he's like, what's up, yeah. what's up King Saul? Why, why, why did you not o- obey what, what, you know, the almighty commanded and he took charge of the situation. And I can't wait for you to see the, the panels of him, uh, taking care of the situation. It's uh, one of my favorite panels in yeah. this chapter of the book. Uh, but, you know, I, I think about where in, in uh, you know, C.S. Lewis and The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, when uh, Susan is concerned about meeting Aslan, the lion, right? She asks, mm-hmm. is he safe? And the beaver mm-hmm. says, who said anything about safe? Of course he isn't safe. <laughs> but he's good. He's the king, I tell mm-hmm. you. Yeah, we 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 sometimes we forget who the Almighty is. Mm-hmm. And when the Almighty told Saul, "Destroy them utterly," in the King James, you know, you you have to process process this in your mind. And the, the Almighty said, "Men, women, children, animals, everything, utterly mm-hmm. destroy it." And you ask why. Why would the Almighty command this? Yeah, and that's really that that meditating on that uh, is is there's so much there. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, absolutely, and yeah, I mean, we 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 don't pull punches. Um, yes, this is family friendly, of course. Um, uh, I, I want you know parents to sit down with their kids <clears throat> and read Dominion together. Mm-hmm. Then back to the actual biblical text. You know, Dominion is a tragedy. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the fall of the House of Saul, this is a tragedy. This is like a Shakespearean tragedy. It's like slowly watching the decline and the spiral into madness of a king, making horrible decisions that affect his whole family. But where we, what we do in Dominion is we, um, we take the, the, the plot points of the story of 1 Samuel, 1 and 2 Samuel, and then 1 and 2 Kings, and, and um, we fill in some of the blanks of the narrative um, by elevating characters like Michael, like Ahenoim, and taking them and building whole narratives based on these characters that you really only get little bits and pieces of from the, the narrative. So we're, and we kind of, you know, develop new narrative based mm-hmm. on um, what we what we start with, but we do hit the plot points, you know, mm-hmm. you, you do see uh, King Saul continue to spiral into madness. You do see him get affected by a, a spirit. You do see ultimately uh, David come into the picture. Uh, you, you So there are plot points. We, we, we meet the plot points, but the story is decidedly different. We do take a um, larger scope and a larger view of the family dynamic yeah. uh, of what's happening in Saul's house. 
uh, and how his relationship is with his son or his relationship is with, with the daughter and then the mother and the son. So there are a lot of things that, you know, we have a, a, a co-writer who just came on, Daniel Hancock, who is helping us kind of flesh out the triangulation between the characters and their dynamic because we're creating a new story, but we're just using uh, the old plot points. Speaking of David, I'm ex I'm super excited to see how you how you do the Goliath. N knowing how know you what you've done so far, I'm really excited to see what you do with that. And his relationship with Saul is asking about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm glad you brought the that up, is... right, though. You know, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Because I just wanted to go say ahead. anything going on with that, uh, Baron. You know, Goliath, David. <laughs> You know, you know, the, the, here's the thing. And, and uh, just for your audience uh, sake, you know, our plan for for the books, we have um, the fall of the House of Saul, which takes over the, the beginning of that story takes place in three 28 page books. That's going to be between now and the beginning of uh, Q1 2021. So we got three books coming out that'll be released as a trade then rolled into um, David, mm -hmm. uh, going through 2021. So there'll be three books in 2021. And then we're going to go into House Solomon 22. Okay. So we have these, and, and that's as far that's as awesome. we, that's as far as we're going at, yeah. the, at the moment, but it's a huge sweeping epic. But um, David is being planned right now. Awesome. Um, you know, in the same context. So you're going to yeah. see the mechs and you're going to see the <clears throat> the spaceships and the, and the battle, interstellar battle and all of that. It's the same context. It's the mini. And so uh, it is just like Star Wars in, in that way where, you know, you see this, um, it's a it's a space opera. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So it's yeah. sweeping, it's epic in scale and scope. Uh, and that, that influences the designs. I mean, if you see, if you go on the website, terminusmedia.com slash dominion, you're going to see, I have a lot of artwork up there and, and, you know, you know, cross, just like you were saying, I mean, you're seeing a whole lot of artwork going through, uh, through, through social media. I don't hold back, you know, as far as it goes, we're different from a lot of other publishers because we don't, we don't worry about sharing work. I mean, people need to see what we're doing. Yeah. And so, you know, we will see like, you know, I have the schematics for the Seraphim armor on there, you know what I'm saying? And I have all sorts of different types of, uh, you know, character designs and model sheets. And, oh, you yeah. know, so I, we put it all out there. We put it all out there. Yeah. I mean, like, Seraphim stuff, armor looks sweet, by the way. Yeah. I mean, like, the stuff I shared on our social media, if any of you follow, like, us on social media, like, the stuff I shared from Dominion were, like, finished artworks and finished pages. But, like, if you go to the Dominion pages, let me. Put the link in the now. Dominion social. I mean, if you go to the it helps if Paul can actually spell. Oh. There we go. Um, if you actually go to the the social media pages, then like you'll see there's a lot more to it. Like there's so many sketches, there's so many like behind the scenes stuff. There's so much in depth look at the creation of these comics. Stuff that you don't generally get from mm -hmm. a lot of other publishers or creators or you know you'll see like finished artwork and some that they're working on but like you've given a wide open perspective on the creation of this like yeah you've invited everyone to follow along in this journey of dominion with you and well we're you know we're, we're educators too you know what i'm saying so that's part of 
that's part of our mandate. Our part of Terminus Media's mandate is to is to educate and enlighten mm-hmm. and entertain. Yeah. That's what we do. And so, you know, part of that is is sharing what we do. We we have a podcast where we talk about the behind the scenes of the making of of, of our book and we share weekly updates on okay, what's going on behind the scenes? You know, we bring on our writers and, and our artists and other people like we just had, you know, um, uh, you know, uh, our marketing guy to talk about pyro marketing and, and how, how do you actually get your book to the masses so that you can maximize your, your, your profit uh, on getting your book out there. Uh, so it's not just for, for us to share Dominion stuff, but also just the, the mechanics of comics and the industry and publishing. So yeah, I mean, so you're right about that. We we don't mind sharing. We're trying to build more book creators. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Perspective who can actually get out there in the world and share good stories that are not just treads of old stuff, yeah. but new and in, in, in inventive ways of, of, of reaching the masses to tell interesting stories, build interesting characters that have people asking questions and that's really where the evangelism happens. It happens mm-hmm. at building relationships and having people ask questions. It's not about, because we're not God. You know what I'm saying? It's not our job to save anybody. Our job is to build relationships that lead people to Christ. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. um, I just want to catch up with the chat. We've had a few kind of comments and stuff coming in. And didn't want to, spend, <laughs> to get in the road of that. It was such amazing information <laughs> there. It's like, yeah. Um, so Cameron, again, from uh, Wingate 411, Agreeing with you on the prequels for Star Wars, as costumes and the music are the best part of the prequels, um, as does CB No Pro. I completely agree. Um, let me do a couple of shout outs for them. They are some friends of the channel. Go and check out their pages. And then we also had a sub come in, so thank you so much for Bob Thracer, um, long time friend of the channel, giving us another sub there. Thank you so much, Bob. We appreciate that. Uh, let me show this. Shoutouts went through. Yep. All right. We did have an interesting comment come in. I wanted to mention from Rafe Anderson. I don't even know if he's still in the chat. And um, he said, "Because all men are guilty before God, and He is the King, He has the right to take life when and how He chooses." That goes back to the comment, Mark, that you were saying um, about why would God ask someone to totally eradicate, you know, including women, yeah. m- men, and children. And um, animals and etc. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I wanted to just address that because, like, it's because I don't know your back background, Rafe. I don't know if you're a Christian, if you're aware of the story and the context around about it or whatever. But I did want to give a little mm-hmm. um, clarity on that. Like, first of all, like all four of us here in the chat are Christian. All four of us here in this conversation are Christians. We believe Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, died for our sins, and um, I do believe that the only one that has the right to take any life is God. Um, he's the one that chooses when our last day is he's the one that chooses when the end of our time is um, in the context of a situation like that with the Amalekites and telling Saul to basically annihilate them to wipe them all out um, if you continue the story on from where it takes off there when Samuel chastises Saul for not doing that you know you can look at Saul as being the king who like yeah he showed some mercy and yeah just go ahead and imprison the king that Kind of like what we do in our everyday life, God has a, a reason for everything. There's a reason mm-hmm. for why God tells us to do stuff. And the reason that he told Saul to annihilate the Amalekites was because if he didn't, they were going to rise back up 
and become a threat towards Israel, which is exactly what they did because they left the king alive. He was able to round up his army again. They were able to become a threat towards Israel again, and it was a threat that didn't need to take place if Saul had done what God had told him to do. Yeah, and if, yeah, and, and if reading Dominion makes makes the reader say, what is the real story? You yeah. know, what is the what is the historical count in the biblical text that correlates with Dominion? If if Dominion only accomplishes that one thing to make the comic reader the comic book reader say, I want to go back to the source material. I want to read mm -hmm. it. I want to understand it in a deep way. Yeah. Then, as far as I'm concerned, mission accomplished. Yeah. Because you know, you know the Bible says about itself, or God says, my word will not return to me void. It, it it always does something good for the reader and you know for me it, it made me go back to the text and and from a on, a on another quick thing from a publisher's perspective we will never run out of source material like the game of thrones people. yeah yeah like the star wars <laughs> guys are like well george lucas is he's going off on the george red Trump. herring again what are we going to do you know the biblical text is there the source material that we will never run out of that we will oh they're they're doing another version of 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 dominion you know a hundred years from now great yeah. <laughs> great there we never run out of source material but you know back to the you know why would the almighty command this uh you know one of the commandments is thou shalt have no other god before me and and the almighty is serious about that and the amalekites worshiped other gods if you intermarry with them guess what you'll start doing You'll start, you know, worshiping other gods. Yeah. And so, how seriously does does the Almighty take this? Uh, very seriously. And so, understanding understanding that that heavenly perspective that sometimes can be different from ours. Uh, we take thing, different things seriously than God takes them. But understanding, um, you know, getting to the to a, to a deeper understanding of what the biblical text says, and and thinking and really thinking about it is uh, one of the goals that that yeah. we have with this. So. I've heard it say like a lot of times like we are the only Bible someone will ever read. So like mm -hmm. being able to like mm -hmm. approaching someone who is never going to open the Bible, like it's just not going to happen. Yeah. They don't own one. They're not going to get one. They're not going to read it. But being able to approach them from a different perspective with something that they would actually enjoy because the Bible is full of like the the imagery that you know it sparks in your brain there's some crazy stuff in the bible like mm -hmm. crazy stuff yeah. it, you know especially in the book mm -hmm. of revelation it's just it's nuts oh yeah um but oh, yeah. like being able to like bring that to life from you know allowing people to mm -hmm. see that and just coming at it from a different perspective i think is awesome right. mm -hmm. so I just and you know what though you know what though it, yeah. it's interesting it's interesting you say that uh, nitro i'm sorry go ahead yeah, so I'm just going to catch up with a little bit of the chat oh. here once you say your piece, sure. Baron, and then I've got a question for Mark. But go ahead, say what you were going to say. Absolutely. Yeah, um, what I was saying, uh, Nitro, is that, um, to be quite honest, this is one of the very few Christian podcasts that I've been on. Most of mm -hmm. the podcasts have been secular geek, you know, cursing, swearing <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. podcasts because they like the story. Mm -hmm. And my thing is, and this is the message I have to to Christian um, entertainers is tell a good story, man. Yeah, just tell a good story. You know what I'm saying? If it, it doesn't matter if they decide to 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 become a Christian based on your story, that's not on you, man. Your job is to tell a good story to get people yep. intrigued. If no one ever decides to go back and read the biblical text based on dominion, 
ask, I'm cool with that as long as the questions can be asked by even like one person. If one person asks that yeah. question, then <clears throat> the Lord's word has not returned void. But if everyone else just had an, an exciting time reading the story so much that they want to tell their friends and they tell their friends and they tell their friends, that is a positive. Yeah. That's a positive. That's increasing the opportunity for us to build relationships. And we, we build relationships at Terminus one reader at a time. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. We answer all of our social media, all of it. And so one reader at a time, I don't care where it goes. If, it, if they decide to ask more questions about the minion, which leads to biblical con- uh, conversations. And I've had some really good biblical conversations um, with a lot of non-believers. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. If they just want to geek out about the mech suits, you know what I'm saying? I had another great conversation about the mechanics of the seraphim armor. And, and Mark and I were going to have a, a discussion about that on our next podcast. That's cool, too. If you want to see the parallels between, uh, you know, Palpatine and, yeah. and King Saul, that's cool. We can talk about the, the yeah. parallels between Palpatine and King Saul. That's that's cool. I don't care. Use your aggressive know. feeling, boy. Let's, let's, yeah, exactly. Let's, let's, like I need a hood. Let's let's just have fun. You know, you know what I'm saying. Let's just enjoy this this fandom and this culture of comics and all that. And and God will do the rest. I don't have to worry about that. I just, I, you know, I just need to tell a good story based on the yeah. Bible. Hmm. All right, let me just catch up with the the chat here. Bob Thrace were just talking about the um again, I think about the artwork if I'm right, just saying that it's dope. And um, Burst for Days saying the sketches are amazing. Um Bob, Th- Bob Thracer again agreeing, saying they're very clean. It looks like uh Bursted for Days is looking to pre order it, so awesome. I'm sure they'll greatly appreciate that bursted. Um, <clears throat> and then we have uh Rafi Anderson commenting back again saying i was speaking to the foundational reason why god can do that the biblical foundation for that if i cause confusion i'm sorry no no problem thank you for um kind of clarifying for us it's, it's always hard to know the context when you're getting it in chat like that so yeah. if we misread that apologies but yeah we just want to make sure there's no kind of confusion for that um i yeah, don't want to sh- i don't want to shoot a question now to you to mark <clears throat> we've heard baron talking absolutely and completely here about this grand scale epic of dominion mm-hmm. and it sounds phenomenal from the stuff we've seen it is phenomenal yeah coming from the publisher standpoint and um, how did you feel when he like first came to you with this idea because <laughs> like if you look at the stuff for like um, radio free america like if you can see that on the website if you check out the pictures of that oh there we go got it right there Uh-oh. radio free america which I absolutely having looked into it myself, I definitely want to pick that up as well. It looks amazing. And from hearing you talk about it, it looks like an amazing story as well. Mm-hmm. But like to go from something like that, which seems a lot smaller scale to this, <laughs> to this great epic of Dominion, which <laughs> is a great epic within itself, the fall of the house of Saul. But even like yeah. that explanation of like, oh yeah, then we're going to go into King David. And then, then we'll go into King Solomon and like, you know, because we've not challenged ourselves enough in one king that we're going to we're going to do all three of these kings in a row, just three of the biggest kings in the Bible with these epic stories that just get bigger and bigger as they go. What yeah. was your perspective on that, and how did you feel him coming to that, and how did it go about the this coming around from yeah. your perspective? Because I've I've no doubt Baron was completely passionate and excited about it. But you're the publisher that's got to make it happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there's two perspectives on that. You know, there's kind of the human perspective where you go, ooh, 
that's that's uh that's an idea right there <laughs> and uh you know the you know your mind starts calcul making calculations you know uh okay how much would this cost um what would we be able to do with this what 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 partners do we have that who would be interested in working on what would what would you know because we're an animation kind what would the animation be like ooh ooh that would be some heavy duty stuff in terms of animation um so there's that human perspective but i think there's only one question that really matters um is this something that god has called us to do mm -hmm. yes or no exactly right because I, you know exactly. you get up in the morning and you may feel like i'm gonna i feel like i'm gonna have a bologna sandwich today that's very different than god has called me to do this yeah right so dominion is not really something we feel like doing dominion is a calling we we you know we we prayed about it we talked about it and we feel like this is something god has called us to do now when god calls you to do something he provides the resources mm -hmm. right he mm -hmm. told abraham hey abraham leave the place where everything's comfortable where everything's predictable where you have water and food and and you and every you know where everything is i want you to leave that and i want you to go to this other place uh what other place is that don't worry about it i'll show you <laughs> right god god called us to these sorts of things he says go do this mm -hmm. and i'll provide what you need along the way and, and we have to trust him uh we have to say we don't know how exactly how all this is going to get done uh but if god has called us to do it and we're obedient to what god has called us to do unlike saul <laughs> who would never do what what the almighty told mm -hmm. him to do and mm -hmm. and and what and the almighty withdrew his hand and his blessing from saul right well we don't want that to happen uh, to to dominion so we're just going to keep being obedient we're just going to keep doing what god has called us to do and you know the other part of that though uh on, on a human level i've worked with baron before uh in the past with radio free america and other things and and this is critical for creative people. There's a lot of creative creative people out there who have they have dreams and and I'm gonna do all of these things and I'm really working on it, right? And they've been working on it for 20 years now, and it's never gonna happen. Uh, and they, you ask them why, and they're like, "Well, you know, I just don't have any money, and I don't have this, and I don't have that." Um, yeah, I worked with Baron before. Uh, he's a he's a he's a uh, he's a loved brother in the you know of mine and and i know that when baron says hey man i'm gonna do this uh that he's gonna do it yeah. <laughs> so if you're if you're partnering with other people whether you're doing a podcast or making a film making a comic book whatever it is uh make sure that uh you know you're 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 partnering with you're working with people who are working uh that everybody in the boat has got oars and they're they're moving the boat down downstream or upstream or whatever uh so so you know i i know baron uh, i know that that baron has a heart for god uh and uh you know we have a we have a great uh relationship of mutual respect so um you know that that's a that's a piece of the puzzle as well hey mark can you talk a little bit about, because uh, I was reading up a bit about uh, Terminus before um, before the podcast, and you guys prior to, I think, 2019, you guys worked on secular, both secular and, and Christian-centric, family-centric 
work. But I think right, right around, and correct me if I'm wrong on any of this, but right around 2019-ish, maybe last year, you kind of right. made the switch to focus only on like family and Christ-centered um, like stories. Can you can you right. walk us through like that decision process and, and what that was like and, and all that? Yeah, that's a good question. And, you know, I, I think part of it was, you know, feeling like we were we were doing things and we're, we're kind of like, you ever watch kindergartners play soccer? When kindergartners <laughs> play soccer, they all sort of chase the ball around. Yeah. Right? And after, you know, 15 years of, of making comics and animation, you know, I felt like we, we were kind of like that. We're, we were trying to always chase the, oh, what's the latest thing? What are people interested in? What should we do? What's, what's going to make money? But, you know, that's, when it comes down to it, that's not very satisfying. You know, yeah. you, you end up going, well, we created a whole bunch of cool stuff, but, but so what, you know, from a perspective of uh, a believer, God has, God has called us to, to, to shine a light and to be, be authentic, mm -hmm. to be ourselves. And I, you know, I know I felt like I, I couldn't really be, be myself in terms of what the things that I was involved in creatively. Yeah. Well, well, you don't want to be too preachy with people, and we yeah. don't want to be preachy with people. We want to entertain, enlighten. Yeah. You know, we, we want to educate, uh, but we 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 also want to be authentic. You know, I'm mm -hmm. a I'm a believer. I I believe that the Bible is true. Mm -hmm. I believe that the the Bible is is profitable. That it's a good thing. There's there's people out there today that think the Bible is bad. That it's harmful, that it uh, is a negative thing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I just. Wanna... I think if I can add just another thing, um, Nitro. The thing is, when when Terminus when I when I joined Terminus, um, Terminus had several projects, several books, properties yeah. that they were working on, um, and Radio Free America became one of those many different properties. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, it's like Terminus had a little bit of a, a little pot everything had to draw from. Yes. And so it's like when you're hustling, going mm. to comic book conventions, going to San Diego Comic Con, going to New York Comic Con, going to Dragon Con, paying for all of these different things, and then having to put money into printing all sorts of different books and all of, the, all of that other stuff. And there's no real profit coming from all that. You're just spending money. You're just spending, 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 spending. And so when when we made the decision to to turn that corner for Terminus, we decided okay, all that other stuff that's not glorifying to God, build Terminus 2.0 based on two books. One is Dominion and the other is Ascension, which is a bookmark is, is uh uh, headline piloting uh, and then let God rebuild Terminus stronger platform based on these two really strong IP mm -hmm. can um, grow and, and spawn other other things yeah. uh, as as good IP does if you have a really good IP like Star Wars or, or Batman or whatever mm -hmm. it spawns all sorts of different um, mm -hmm. offshoots based off of that, that IP so you build two really it's like cut away all that other mess that yeah. just wasn't selling and whatever. You put in good money after bad. Solid stories that you can build IP off of. 
then that's the foundation for growth. Mm-hmm. And it's something that God can bless. Yeah. And, you know, yes, we're Christians, but we're also business people too. Uh-huh. And so it's like, you have to, you can't put good money after bad. After a while, it's like, you have to cut your losses, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. rebuild, restructure, or just stop and do something different. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of power in focus, right? If you focus on, on when, when Steve Jobs came back to Apple, there were, I think, 27 products that they were trying to develop and sell. He cut it down to three. Yeah. We're going to do these three things and we're going to do these three, three things, the best in the world. Mm-hmm. And it totally changed the company for the better. Yeah. So this is really about focusing and, and, and again, asking the question, Lord, what would you have us do? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Because if we do the things that, that, that the almighty has, has, has asked us to do, he's going to, he's going to bless it. He's going to make it successful. And, um, so. Yeah. I haven't read the byline for, um, Ascension and being a huge UFO fan and superhero fan. It sounds awesome. So yeah. Can you, yeah. What can you tell us about Ascension? If you can give us a little kind of preview for that as well, since that's your other big kind of IP. Yeah. Uh, Ascension, Ascension is a story, uh, about a boy who, uh, yeah, the the core of it is. <laughs> let me see. Ascension is really about a boy who whose parents are like special forces missionaries, right? They're scientists and they're also people of faith. And there's a there's a UFO a UFO crash in the former Soviet Union uh, that you know the, the the scientists are sent to study, but they soon find out it's. The, the crash is not caused by anything that's physical. And uh, so the, the people in the village nearby start uh, having nightmares. They, they start you know, having you know, re- really dark, darkness descends upon the village. And this kid's parents are called over there to help. Uh, and so it's about how he, he sort of is left alone with grandma and he's going to a new school and he's he's trying to be as invisible as possible so he doesn't get picked on and uh but it's really about him sort of being drafted into to service you know he's he's a christian kid but he's like i'm just a kid i can't do anything but his parents are quickly overwhelmed in their mission overseas and he's sort of called into drafted into service and for him to be able to to become the the warrior that God wants him to be, he has to start training and he has to start learning and being equipped for the battle. So that's what, that's what Ascension is. It's about. And there's a, there's a supernatural component because it's not just regular physical battle. No, he actually is, is drafted by angels. Nice. That's um, awesome. To awesome. fight the, to, to fight the spirits, to fight the spiritual battle in a semi-physical context and yeah. so there is armor that he has to learn how to wield and that's so cool and uh, uh spiritual weapons that that manifest in, in a semi-physical form and so yeah i mean he's he's learning how to um to go and save his family uh through the help of these angels who have been fighting this this is eons long war uh and it's now just starting to spill over into the physical realm so and and visually visually if you take you know the armor of god remember they have that flannel graph for that yeah they'd always show you like roman armor 
Yeah. Uh, this is kind of like if you picture the armor of God in an an a hyper anime style um, mm -hmm. sort of thing. And I understand you're an anime fan. You're a huge anime yeah. fan, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Same. <laughs> Same. Absolutely. So, yeah, it's it's again taking an old taking a, an old biblical concept and and presenting it in a different way and uh, in a in a in a culturally relevant way to yeah. to because we want our audience to say what is that? What is that? Yeah. What does that mean? Well, see, in the visual the, the visual aesthetic of Ascension is going to be different from Dominion because it's going to yeah. have that kind of an anime feel to it. So uh, you know it can appeal to to you know these young kids who yeah. who love uh, you know uh, uh, Attack on Titan or or Akira uh, and all that uh, Akira yeah. and all that. So it's like yeah, we have that feel to it, and, and it's gonna be kind of cool because I love that. Yeah, stuff the, too. these young kids are these thirty-seven-year-old men that's sitting above me. That yeah, yeah. <laughs> Akira is probably one of my favorite animes of all time. So and Miyazaki yeah. is is awesome. So do we have so, Cowboy uh, Bebop? Yeah. Yeah. yeah do we have like a yeah, yeah, release like... date or a schedule for that is that one still just kind of in production because i know we've got like a release date kind of idea for dominion as a one for ascension or is that still mm -hmm. just being worked on well the 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 script the script is the script is wrapped on that one and we have been working on concept art trying to, to figure out what the look is going to be and becoming more specific on that and uh so we're still we're still solidifying the creative team on that, mm -hmm. and because uh, it's it's because of the the look that we're going for, the the team that we work with is important, but it's also important to us that the the team that works on this are believers. Yeah, uh, because great. when a when a believer is working on something, it's going to be you know Holy Spirit you know powered right. and the the Definitely. work is, is, is the work is going to be worship. It's gonna it's going to be something that we give our best to God uh, because only our best is, is it's the only thing we're going to give God is our best. Yeah. So right. that's what we're going for. For dominion. That's another thing. That's another thing I really want to stress guys is that, you know, with terminus, um, we really seek to work with believers. Um, but the thing is, it's like, <clears throat> I don't think that that art has been a huge emphasis in the church. It has not. And so, mm -hmm. and so we are woefully behind the curve as far as Agreed. training is concerned. That's why I, had, I developed these, these classes at Liberty and at George Fox, because it's like, okay, listen, I, I've been in, I worked in Hollywood. I know the level of excellence that's required. Mm -hmm. I'm a Christian as well. I know the ex level of excellence that God, God requires. Uh, for some reason, we as Christians have ceded the territory. We have ceded the entertainment realm, the battlefield to Satan. Yeah. And so that's why we're way behind the curve. Yeah. And so now there's a movement of Christian creatives that is coming out at a very extremely high level in comics, in music. Look at Kanye West. Look <clears> at, <throat> uh, you know, uh, 3D animation. And so Terminus is a part of that upswell of talent that is raising itself to meet the time. Uh, and we're taking back that battlefield. So, and, and, you know, you can see proof because Dominion can stand toe to toe with anybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so that's what we're doing. But, but my thing is putting a call out to artists, artists practice in a lot of Christian artists uh, recently, because of course we're we're just kind of scouting, actively scouting, and it's like the training just isn't there. It's like 
you gotta practice. You gotta look at what's in front of you. Draw what you see, not what you think you see. Use visual reference. Yeah, that's that the question master, that I had. Studying the light. That. Yes, go ahead. Like, I mean, no, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but that was a question I had. So, like, as someone who who enjoys art and who also happens to be a Christian and maybe wants to pursue that mm -hmm. down the road in some form, shape, or fashion, like, your biggest your biggest uh, advice is just to you just got to grind and practice. And practice. Listen, figure drawing. Yeah. If I if I can get that across to to Christian graphic artists or or, or, or you know artists in general figure drawing figure 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 drawing perspective one point two point three mm -hmm. point perspective color theory learn some color theory man yeah. you understand i think what what's happening is that a lot of these artists they are re they're referencing they're using reference from comic books comic books are distractions of reality yeah. So you, you're seeing an artist rendition of reality and not the real thing. And so you're seeing their portrayal of humanity. If you're looking at Rob Liefeld, a figure drawing, you need to go back to basics, man. Yeah. I mean, because the <laughs> learn thing to draw is, feet. is like Rob Liefeld, <laughs> listen, learn how to draw feet. You know what I'm saying? So for instance, I mean, listen, one of the things I invested in was was one of these things right here. Yeah a little uh kind of a human figure that you can pose and all of that mm -hmm. and you know the thing is it's like when you have something like this can kind of look at it on you know kind of get your low angle views yeah of, okay this is how to draw someone from a low angle or you know what I'm saying so uh, you know action pose mm -hmm. pictures of yourself in different poses take pictures of your face people are commenting on dominion's faces why because i use my face I take pictures of my face in different poses because I'm drawing from life. I'm drawing yeah. from reality. I, I, I tell, I, I can't tell Christians enough. Stop drawing from comic books. Stop drawing from animation. Stop it right now. Especially Rob Life Go out, comics. That's what I'm saying. Well, that's Go a, outside. Draw I, I feel like they should be wearing a brown hood, you know, and just, you know, pull out their lightsaber, you know. Just, that's a really yeah, we're, there you go, yes, there you go. <laughs> that's a really good point, Doctor Bell. Though that's a really good point because we were always taught, and I don't want to derail the conversation too much, but you know, in in art school, we were always taught, you know, draw from life. And if you really go outside and you take a look at nature, like you legitimately, like really look. You look at a tree, for instance, like obviously it's green and brown for the trunk. But if you really go in hard and you look at the actual colors that are displayed in nature, like you got purples, you got mm -hmm. blues, you got you got weird colors in some yes. trees. If you really, really look and, you know, again, Listen, going back, going back to your you're, comic. You're like, so right. Listen, one, one of my uh, one of my um, uh, acquaintances in the industry, his name is Ryan Benjamin. OK. Right. Look up some of his stuff. Okay. Ryan Benjamin. He he did um, an old. He's an old school comic book G, and he was at Image Comics early on. Homeboy, you know, did the first um, uh, Batman Beyond comic. He worked in Black Panther. All of that. Uh, he worked on uh, doing storyboards for Spider-Man cartoon. All of that. Uh, Vampire Hunter D. Yeah. The dude is doing. He's doing it. And the thing about Ryan is the, the one the one thing, and he tells this really really good story about how he got uh, 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 picked up with with Image and, and and Marvel. Is that 
he would submit his artwork, they would say, but again, he didn't get discouraged. He submitted again. Try to this, fix this here, fix this there, whatever. Send it back to him. He would get discouraged, but he would not quit. <laughs> and so he, they would give him the notes. He would take the notes. He would improve his skill and then keep resubmitting, resubmit. He would never take no for an answer. The thing about it is you, you, if you have a, a talent, just like with Michael Jordan with basketball, or with, um, you know, um, I don't know, any, any talent, Serena Williams, Venus and Serena, Tiger Woods, you know, you, you have to eat, sleep, drink that skill. Mm-hmm. Want to be an artist, get a sketchbook, take your hand, draw your hand a hundred times in different poses, draw it in perspective, saying mm-hmm. that's how you get better. That's how you improve. You have to live with it. You know what I'm saying? I draw every day and Mark will tell you and you guys will see on the website. I draw every, listen, I submit through Twitter, through Instagram artwork daily because I love this stuff, but I want to improve. And you will yeah. even see over the course when, when, when Dominion is released, nice little Easter egg, you'll see that from beginning of Dominion to the end of Dominion chapter one, the artwork improves. That's so cool. Right? Because I'm constantly improving. My team is constantly improving. We are always looking for reference to improve our color theory, our line work, the whole nine, the whole nine. Saying as a professor of art, that's what you do. You have to just continue to draw, draw, draw what's in front of you. If you if you're not good at perspective, guess what? You have to just start practicing. Yeah. And referencing. And if, if anyone has any questions about art, I'm sorry to monopolize this about art, but if anyone has any I questions, love it. please feel free to submit through our through our website. You know what I'm saying? Go to the website, go to the contact page, submit questions. We'll we'll answer whatever questions. I'm a teacher, so that's what I do. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, and guys, you can yeah. find them on social media. I just dropped a bunch of them in the chat there, so you can find it. And I'll put the website in there again as well. So if you want to reach yeah, out, the question I would ask is, is, is what is your thing? What do you do? Um, because whatever, whatever you do as a, as a human being, whatever gifts that God has given you, uh, Hey, use those gifts, yeah. do your thing. And whatever your thing is, God, God gave you those gifts for a reason. And, uh, so yeah. Yeah. That's, that's like, honestly a great point is like, what is your skill? Like, you know, like obviously baron and nitro their skills definitely are it's like as we've heard from the conversation they're both massive in it but what is your what is your passion what is your skill what do you have a heart for you know mm-hmm. and you know especially if you're a christian god's gave you that for a reason yeah. you know even if you're not a christian god's gave you that for a reason you've been given a skill for a purpose it's, you know and yeah. don't be discouraged i would say as well by how ridiculous your dream sounds like you know <laughs> and this and this guy from another country was very introverted and here i am like basically talking on a mic week in and week out streaming this was never <laughs> in my plan this was never what i thought i'd be doing would be hosting a podcast and talking to people and talking about comics with people and never had i planned this in my life mm-hmm. and here i am doing it and i love it this i love doing this like i i this is one of my highlights of my week is getting to come on and talk with Nitro and getting to come on and talk with our guests and 
interact with our chat and our community it's like it's phenomenal and mm. you know that gift of conversation and chat i try to use to the best because i know god gave me that for a reason mm-hmm. you know it's mm-hmm. like whatever yours is and if you guys don't know what it is like you know start asking yourself that question like what do i love to do what am i passionate about what am i capable of doing what skills do i have or do i want to learn mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and, and this is the story of of, of the, the the way that we relate with god sometimes you know he goes to moses and he says hey moses i want you to go uh, back to egypt where you know you had to run away because you killed somebody but i want you to go back there and i want you to you know lead the children of israel and he's like oh no i can't talk uh, yeah, I, I stutter. And he says, hey, Joshua, you know, I want you to follow up the great successful leader that Moses ended up being. And Joshua says the same thing. He's like, I, 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 maybe you got the wrong guy here. Uh, but God always calls us out of our comfort zone. He yeah. says, "Amen." He says, you know, Jesus calls his disciples and he says, hey, follow me. And okay, <laughs> I, I can do that. And yeah. And, you know, God takes us places that we would have never gone otherwise. It's it's funny you we say need, that. We, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, just go ahead. real quick, we we need more skilled Christians in entertainment. I mean, honestly, yeah. guys, I just can't stress it enough. We need more directors. We need more producers. We need more comic book artists. We need more just talent writers, but but skilled. You know what I'm saying? Not yes, having the passion for God is one thing, but having the skill is what separates you from an amateur. Yeah, not good for Christians, but good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, good yeah. you just can't be Christian, Gary. You yeah, yeah. Just be good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just yeah, be good. That's not a high benchmark in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> it's really not. <laughs> I'm sorry, Nitro, you were going to say. Uh, no, I was going to say, going off what Mark was saying earlier, like, be, just being able to approach God different ways. Like, he's not like a... Obviously, we go through his son to access him through Jesus Christ, but, like, he gives us gifts for a reason, like... I met a friend one time I was working at a bank a while ago and I met him and he happened to be a Christian and he happened to do art and I remember him telling me this one time and it blew my mind because again I come from a very conservative very um, almost slightly legalistic background Um, and he was like I'm not really good at praying but like when I when I'm doing art and I'm doing that that's like me like talking that's me communing with God and I was like dude I never thought of it like that that way that's just it blew my mind because you are using the skill that he gave you to kind of, you know, to do that. I just thought it was really cool. Yeah. Mm. I feel the same way. I feel the same way, honestly. You know, every time you know, I pick up my little Apple pencil mm-hmm. and I'm drawing and whatever, yeah. it's almost like I'm channeling that power, you know what I'm saying? That that creative dunamis, you know what I'm saying? That that just comes into you. It's almost kind of like when, when Mark was referencing Samson. You know, Samson, you know, he was strong when he was channeling the spirit. You know what I'm saying? And that's yeah. the same way I feel. It's like, I feel like I have that same thing, but it's like in my tablet and it's God taking all of the core material in me and then putting it out on the page. Um, and it's, I feel this more now than even when I was doing my other stuff. Now, you know, Radio Free America wasn't exactly, you know, um, a Christian story, but of course it had elements of it that could be referenced to the, towards the Bible. But this way more because it's like, I'm, I'm taking the word of God. That's amazing. I'm taking the word of God and translating it in a new and different way for a new generation of people. Mm-hmm. This may be the only Bible, like you were saying, Nigel, this may be the only Bible 
that someone will ever, ever read. That's a huge, huge responsibility that Mark and I have taken on yeah. mm -hmm. in order to usher that into being. And, you know, we're not going to do it halfway. I keep telling Mark this. I'm like, I'm, we're going to do it full on or we're not going to do it. If we don't have the budget to do it, then we just won't do it. You know what I'm saying? It, you know, and we're talking about doing you know, audio dramas and, you know, ultimately animation and all that other stuff. But it's like, unless the budget is there, unless the God, God provides the budget to do it and do it at a high, high level, mm -hmm. then we won't do it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And my thing is, I'm like, and Mark is right. We pray about everything. We pray like, Lord, are you in this? Is this what you want us to do? Because if it's what you want us to do, you will provide the means to mm -hmm. do it and yeah. do it well. Not just do it, not just do it Christian good, no, but to do it yeah. well so that we can compete with anybody out there. Yeah, that's a really good point. Absolutely. Yeah, and, uh, I just want to quickly throw in, sorry, just to cut you off there, Mark. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just it came in the chat a little while ago, but I just wanted to mention it from um, Rafi, mm -hmm. who's been commenting a fair bit. Um, just he said us a little bit ago. Praise God, I found this stream today. Um, I'm not a comic fan, but this gets me excited. And then he's got a hype emotion <laughs> um, next to it. So, so we're so glad you found us today, Rafi, and so glad you're able to kind of join us for the the conversation today. Thank you for coming in. Yeah. But sorry, you were saying, Mark. I was gonna say there's 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 a word that sort of got us all started with 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 terminus media, and that's the word no. Because sometimes you go out there and you're like, hey, uh, hey, this company, how about how about if I do this? For you? No, no, no. And you hear no, 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 no. Uh, you know the the. The entertainment business is is a business it's a very competitive business and it's a business that when the economy is bad and times are hard people tend to move towards necessities and and food clothing shelter those kind of things and away yeah. from spending the money on entertainment so it's a very up and down kind of uh business but uh you know i just encourage everybody if, if you get a no that's that's one more of those no's that you're going to have to get past to to go and do the thing that God has called you to do. Yeah. Uh, people said no to Jesus all the time. You know, Jesus is like, hey, the rich young ruler is like, hey, Jesus, what what do I have to do to you know to be a hundred percent for God? And he goes, uh, go sell everything you have and follow me. And what does he do? He walks away, sad, right? Yeah. That wasn't Jesus's prescription for everybody, but for that one guy, you know, <laughs> his problem was he focused too much on money and material things. Uh, that was his problem. You know, what's your problem? What's your excuse? What's my excuse for not doing the things that God has called us to do? If someone tells you no, so what? <laughs> Who cares? Right. Do, do your thing. And like Baron said, do your thing every day. This podcast, just be, be the best dang podcast about Christians and comics and the cross that, that anybody can find anywhere in the world. And you guys are, are well on your way and God's going to bless it. And uh, so whatever your thing Appreciate is, it. do your thing. Amen. And don't accept no and don't quit. A lot of people, they, they get a little resistance, they get a little pushback and they go, well, I guess this isn't what I should be doing because, you know, people are telling me no and, and it's hard. Hey, <laughs> You know, if you want to look for, for somebody who, like I said, they said no to Jesus all the time. But Jesus knew why he was here. 
what he what God had right. called him to do, and he got about doing that every day, walking around healing That's people, right. uh, healing people and casting out demons every day and preaching. <laughs> yeah. That was what Jesus was doing on on the daily. So. Amen. <laughs> you know, another thing is, uh, you know, and Mark, you're, you're absolutely right about that. You know, my thing is ultimately when 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 it comes down to to doing what we're doing uh, with terminus. Terminus is God-breathed thing, at least Terminus 2.0 is. Because one of the things that we focus on, yes, we definitely focus on good quality projects, good quality product, whatever. But we have to kind of keep things in balance as far as things are, things are concerned. But like with me, you know what I'm saying? I want to make sure that first and foremost, all praises are due to Jesus Christ, number one. Number two family so mm -hmm. my wife you know what I'm saying that's my second ministry man yeah and mm -hmm. so it's like you know have your priorities straight mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying this is not about you know working 80 hours straight just to to make a buck yeah, yeah if we if we make money um you know with with Dominion and all this other stuff that we're doing it's going to help uh you know support our families and all that other stuff that's good but I'm not going to do it at the cost of my family mm-hmm you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, you have to have your priorities straight when you do these things. If you if you have only a little bit of time carved out to to work on your passion, that's cool. Work on your passion, but make sure that your other priorities are straight first. Yeah. Your relationship with God is straight. Make sure that you you are becoming a man after God's own heart, like David. Make sure that you are spending time cultivating your 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 inner life with him. And then, of course, let that stretch out to your family. Work, work on being a good husband if you're a, if you're a husband. Work on being a good dad if you're a father. That stuff is important. That's more important. This other stuff. Once that's straight and your family's healthy and happy, they're going to support you in your vision. And then you'll have plenty of time to work on that. God and God's economy. God's economy is not like our man's economy. It's different. It's it, man will think it's backwards actually because they're like, well. You're not putting in a hundred hours a week to, to do. No, I'm not. No, I'm putting yeah. the bulk of my time into my family, feeding my spirit, making sure I'm a good man, making sure I'm a good husband, making sure I'm a good member of my community. And all that other stuff will eventually feed that passion. And you'll be able to just kind of like ride the wave of that. Amen. And that's why God is turning Terminus around because our priorities are now straight. Mm. Amen. Yeah. Amen. That's phenomenal to hear. And over. <laughs> um, so kind of just looking at our time, is we're probably kind of coming to the end and closing up on the podcast now. Um, is there any last thing that either of you gentlemen want to say? And this is a great opportunity to plug Terminus, to plug Dominion, to plug website, social media, whatever you need to go for it. I'll throw some links up in the chat as well for everyone. Yeah, the, the best, best yeah. place to go is terminusmedia.com. And Baron, you want to tell everybody about our, where we're at in social media? Yeah, uh, we're at um, at Terminus Media on Twitter. It's not, no, sorry, at Dominion Comic on Twitter for Dominion. Uh, and then on uh, Instagram, we're dominion.comic on Instagram, at Dominion, uh, at Dominion Comic on Facebook. Uh, our book is coming out um, August the 17th, August 17th. You can pre-order it now 
on the website, terminusmedia.com slash dominion. Up there, you are going to see a free four-page sample. Free four. We give, we've given away four pages, guys, of our book so okay. far free. So yeah. go on there, get that. So if you're not uh, sure about this book, guys, go check now, it out. <laughs> no, I mean, if, if you want to do a pre-order, you can pre-order now at a 10% discount, and then you'll get six pages. Six Nice. <laughs> yes. We're very generous at the permanence. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And guys, all those links are in the chat. So I've thrown in there the Twitter, the Instagram, the Facebook. I've also thrown in Burns um, YouTube channels on there as well. If you want to go and give that a subscribe and then also the link to Terminus Media. Um, the link that I've put in will take you straight to that pre-order page. Hint, hint. <laughs> you want to go and get this, guys? Trust me. Um, but yeah, thank you so much, gentlemen, for coming on the podcast. Yeah, today. really thank appreciate you for coming your time. Latest drawing. I was drawing this while we're on, by the way. I was gonna ask you what <laughs> wow. tools. I was gonna ask you what tools you use, but I didn't want to go down that road. <laughs> I'm gonna this, say is, this is iPad Mini, iPad Mini with Procreate. By the way, Procreate nice. is amazing, 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 amazing. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what nitro like see when the baby comes near the end of the year you can host one of the episodes without me and just get dr bell on and the two you can just go nuts on uh, all I the art talk i'll totally do that i'm all about it bro i'm all about it all right Anytime, cool. just call me just let all me right. know all right yeah, awesome. I'm, I'm serious by the way i'm taking time off when my baby comes so like if you want to get him on to do to do a whole art talk then go for it by all, all means right. all right um, about it. but thank you so much gentlemen um we are going to go into talking a little bit about some comic news um, and some stuff that's happened this week. We would love you guys to stick around, but don't feel that you need to. If you guys have to get off and do anything or just, nah, I don't want to talk about that, by all means, we are not offended. <laughs> you can head off. Um, <laughs> if you want to stay to yes. be part of the conversation, then you guys can definitely hang out. Definitely up to you. Cool. Well, speaking of family, I got to go <laughs> deal with my wife. So, awesome. guys, thank you so Thanks much. Thanks again, Dr. And, Bell. Uh, I really you know, appreciate Mark, it. I'll probably give you a call later, okay? All right. Oh, Thanks for having us on, guys. We really appreciate you guys. Thank Thanks you so again. much, gentlemen. Take care, guys. Go and check these amazing men out in Terminus Media and Dominion. You will not be disappointed. Thank you so much for being on, guys. Thanks we again, appreciate guys. it. Thanks, guys. All right. Dude, that was fantastic. That was amazing. I. That was such a blast getting to talk to them. Um, uh, in the chat, Cameron saying, great podcast, really enjoyed it. And El Tommy, great hearing from them. Yeah, it, it was phenomenal talking. Like, guys, go and check it out. Like, you will be blown away by the artwork for Dominion. Dude, I had like 400 questions running through my brain, but I was like, we only have two hours. That's, that's <laughs> no way. That's the thing, though. I kind of stood back because they were talking and getting this stuff out, and I'm like, I'm loving yeah. every part of it, but I kept looking at the time, like, I'm going to need to cut them off at some point. Like, I know, I know. Like, and I don't want to because we need to get them back on at some point. There's, I mean, that conversation could have kept going. Uh, I'd say that was really amazing, guys. I enjoyed it. Awesome. All right, so we are going to go into rambling about some news. I, I saved this for the end on purpose this week. I 100% saved this in the end on purpose because... I'm thinking, we have stuff. We weren't here last week. I know you guys missed us so much. Of course you did. Your weeks were empty without us, and we're so glad without that you're back. Beautiful faces. Come exactly. On. You know, it was like Nightwood family issues going on. I ended up in the ER. It was a crazy week. You know, I'm not dying, by the way, just to let everyone know. Thank you for all the concern. Everyone like, oh my goodness, why were you at the ER? Because I thought I was having a heart attack, and it turns out I'm fine. It's um, funny. It's funny because... 
I had the same thing happen to me like a year or two ago, and I went and got the EKG and everything, and they're like, "Yeah, well, you're fine." I, well, like, I've got like sho- I get like shoulder pain, and yeah. it radiates through in my chest all the time. Same. And same. I was sitting, and it was getting worse, and then all of a sudden I started getting left arm pain, mm-hmm. and my wife started taking. She's got like a blood um a blood pressure monitor because she's pregnant. Yeah. She needs to test it at home. Yeah. Um, so she tested that on me, and it's like it's like 150, and then like she done it like a third time, and it's like 200 something like. Go to the hospital. You're about to die. Yeah, right now. And I went right. there, and my blood pressure was more. I have high blood pressure, naturally. I take medication for it. My blood pressure was lower than it has ever been in my life, and um, I'm like, seriously, I look like I'm just like taking them for a ride with us. Yeah. Uh, from Burst is saying that was good, man. I think Dominion is a genius adaptation. Yeah, it's. Star Wars meets Chronicles of Narnia. Never would I have thought that for that story. I, th- I think for me, like, and it might have sounded like I was stroking Dr. Bell's ego a bit, but, like, for me, I when it comes to comics, art is the most important thing to me. You're, the, you're, second, the, you're a total close, man crush. <laughs> second, very closely, is the story. Like, yeah. I pick comics because of the art. I'm not ashamed to admit that. But if it happens to have a fantastic story, it's, mm. it's just a win-win for me. Oh, yeah, and we've talked about this. You know, it's like... Yeah. We've talked well, about this. Sh- like, we'll pick up stuff that's share- got great artwork. But if you like, yeah. if you get something that doesn't matter how good the story is, if you're not a fan of the artwork, it's it's put me off books before. Yeah, I I'll be straight up. When, when you shared Dominion with me and I, and you told me it was a Christian comic, I'm like, ugh, <laughs> because I have I just have not Christian had comics good suck. Most Christian yeah, comics absolutely suck. Like, I'm not I a fan of them. I'm not. I have not had good experience with Christian comics. Mm-hmm. And then when I actually saw the art, I was like, dude, this looks yeah fantastic it does all right let's hit some news then as we talk to people so the first big bit of news i've got to talk about there's a couple of things i'm going to kind of hit that aren't like massive talking points like first off we've got the eternals from marvel apparently we're meant to be getting a sneak peek this month i believe it when i see it i was hoping that by the time we got to today we would have heard more news on that we have literally heard nothing else apart from it's coming soon and it's believed to be coming this month marvel is teasing the black knight too like Which they've been keeping them on their on their channel, like Which like they're gonna be releasing the Eternal something, and they're gonna tease them, or I don't I don't know what that's all about. I don't know what this sneak peek is going to be and what it's going to incorporate, but apparently it's coming this month. So, but well, they, apparently they. I want to throw that out because I want to throw it out because it's news, but like there's literally nothing to talk about because it's like oh the sneak peek's coming. We knew well, that. Yeah, the thing is, apparent apparently they had the trailer ready for Black Widow, and Black Widow was supposed to come out back in April or May. Mm-hmm. So. The Eternals trailer is done. I mean, let's be honest. Filming is done. The trailer's done. Let's just get it out there. Come on, man. Just get it let's out. We know it's still de- we know it's delayed. Just give it to us. Why not? Yeah, just give it to us. All right. Second big thing that's been announced, with not that much else to it at this point, is that on HBO Max we are going to be getting a Batman spin-off series. Yawn. This Batman spin-off series is going to focus on the GCPD and is going to be a prequel to the Batman movie that's filming with Robert Pattinson. Yawn. <laughs> That's called Gotham. We just did that. Guys, you have such rich characters and Batman. Stop trying to make spin-offs. Use the characters that exist. We but we literally go how long was Gotham? Five seasons? I want to say five. It's like how, how long did it take them to give Commissioner Gordon a mustache? Come on now. They can't even get that right. I know. Like, but you know what I mean though it's like it's like, we just did this and like the GCPD is like okay it's like I was going to say that like yeah it's like 
they're literally just doing hey let's do gotham again but this one's going to be ours because for some reason we gave the other one to fox (laughs) which like jokingly by the way technically now disney owns gotham because i bought because i bought out fox did fox did that oh that's hilarious so technically disney (laughs) have a at least have a partial ownership over gotham which i find hysterical that's hilarious um so like I would put that in Hulu just for the hell of it. Like, we own Hulu, throw it on there. <laughs> I would literally <laughs> just do that. If I was them, no, I would we, totally do We have do a better that. Gotham Police Department show. It's yeah. on Disney+. Plus. I, I, would, I would literally do that. Just throw it on Hulu or Disney+. Plus. Like, here's Gotham. But yeah, I, but the I thing is, like... we've, got, we've got no other information on it other than it's a prequel to, like, Batman. And I'm like, I... I like, com- so I like Commissioner Gordon. He's a great uh, character. Yeah. I don't want to watch a show based around the GCPD. If I'm going to watch something Batman-related, I want to watch Batman or at least a member of the Bat family. Yeah. Give, I'm me, so Ni- give me Nightwing or give me Red Hood or freak, give me the, the Teen Titans or Young Justice with Tim Drake in it. Give me something. I, the- I feel like Sony has the same type of like spin-off fever. Hey, we can't get our main characters right, so let's do some spin-offs and screw those up too. I know. Like... Just get your main characters right first with a couple of IPs or whatever, and then maybe think about doing some spinoff stuff. Yeah. But anyways, sorry. That's a a spot. Yeah, there's nothing else to that. (laughs) This news, though, I definitely wanted to talk about, because if you go back two weeks ago, we kind of talked about the anniversary of the Power Rangers movie. And we also talked about with people in chat, they were asking about, Mm -hmm. has there been any news on the new Power Rangers movie, or if there is going to be another one? you know based off of the reboot that they did mm-hmm. which we said that we were kind of fans of it it wasn't amazing but it wasn't awful like I'd, yeah. i i wasn't bothered by it I was like yeah it's enjoyable illuminerdy which i'm kind of jealous i didn't use that name for anything at some point illuminerdy really <laughs> yeah came out with this with some statements on it. i don't know how verified these are but apparently some stuff's leaked of what they were planning for the next one they said we previously heard that time travel was involved and it seems to be the case still and according to a report a new team of rangers will be transported by zordon to to that beloved era which i'm assuming means like the 1990s era for mighty morphin and to face lord zed Uh oh but those aren't the only details we got the report states that all new Ranger team will not necessarily be limited to five Rangers, and it will include an original lineup of heroes. Hasbro is also looking to create a truly diverse cast, which will include different races and members of the LGBTQ plus community. The report also states that there are plans to cast a female lead. In the script's current state, Lord Zed is the villain of the film, which, if you know me with Power Rangers, I love Lord Zed. He's an amazing really villain. Cool which was created really just cool for the American one. He does not exist in Super Sentai. Did not he's, know that. He is just an American villain. I love Lord Zed so much. He's, yeah. He was a he's great cool villain. Design, man. The design of him is like, yeah, it's, he's yeah. the coolest villain they ever had. Um, let's take that guy and let's remove all his skin and put a chrome helmet on him with a red visor. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, and it looks so awesome as well. It's like he's got feeding tubes on him and stuff like that. Yeah, and like, it's, oh, it's awesome. It looks so good. Um, it's a villain of the film, and the movie will feature several different looks for the Ranger suits and the Zords in Ranger history. Last bit of news of the film is potentially shooting in New Zealand, which is where the show typically films now. Mm-hmm. Classic suit from the 90s or Get Out. <laughs> get Out. Yeah. 
Um, Cameron saying time travel scares me. It's so hard to tell those stories. Well, it is, but the thing is, if they get it right, it could be an amazing story. Like I'm, the fact that they're going to do Lord Zed and the fact that they're doing like another Ranger team, like it means like the main team's not going to focus necessarily on like our original Rangers, like the other movie. But they could still feature because this other team, kind of like a Time Force thing, where the Rangers went back in time and met other Rangers. You know. Yeah, like that. I mean, that's a good question. Are we talking Avengers Endgame time travel, or are we talking Back to the Future time travel? Because two to two totally different things, obviously. Yeah, it's like that. Is is it like Doctor Who where you go back in time and it doesn't matter what you do because everything is like just fine and everything just kind of readjusts back to the way it was, or is it like Back to the Future like you do one thing and everything changes? And now Biff owns Las Vegas and he's turned it into <laughs> yeah a heckle. Um. I'm hyped for this, by the way. I'm I'm excited for this storyline because it sounds like they've put a lot of thought in it. They're trying to do something different with it that we've not really yeah. seen from Power Rangers movies. I I'd be up for seeing it. I'd be up for checking it out personally. Yeah, I'm either way. I mean, I, I, I enjoyed I enjoyed the remake. Hmm. I, there were certain aspects I was not a huge fan of. Oh yeah, but absolutely. I enjoyed the remake for what it was. Um, I mean, I enjoyed I, it enough. I, mean, I enjoyed it enough ahead. to trust them and give it a go. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I give it a go. I'm not saying I'd it's going it. to be phenomenal, but like, yeah, I'd go see it and check it out. Yeah, Why I'd not? It. At the very least, I'd rent it. You know, I'd Redbox yeah. it at least, you know. Yeah. Or, well, probably stream it at this point. You don't Redbox things now because, you know, disease. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that was that was an interesting one I just wanted to mention because we kind of talked about it last week. Um, but I'd, I'd be up for it. I don't know about you guys in chat if it's something you'd check in if you're Rangers fans or not, but like, I'd, I'd be giving it a go. Yeah, I'd check it out. Okay, so like the announcements just kept coming fast and furious this week. Um, so let me talk about, I've got a show announcement, and then we also had two casting announcements, one of them which was massive that dropped last night. Mm-hmm. And then we also had two comic announcements, which are freaking insane that these were announced. You're going to have to walk me through the casting announcement, because I'm not familiar with who that is or how they play into the, the, the universe, so even with that massive one i don't know all the characters i've only oh, just okay. started um the invincible stuff and um, but we'll get to that but like the actors that are involved are enough to like get me okay because mm. like, it's a freaking huge like names that they've got for it which i did not expect yeah and um, but we'll get to that one last because that's kind of the big one and um, so the first big one that was announced i don't know a massive amount of the comic so i wanted to just throw this out there though because i do know the character Um yusagi yojimbo a comic book character, anthropomorphic rabbit who's a samurai. If you were a f- turtles, right? Yeah, if you were a fan yeah, yeah. of like the Turtles nineteen eighties, nineteen nineties era, grew up in that. Yep. He didn't appear in the show, I don't think, but there was definitely toys of him. As I part- had the toy. I totally there remember. was definitely toys like under like Turtles merchandise. Yeah. Of a samurai rabbit. Yeah. He has been in a comic like since forever. Like forever ago, I don't even know when the comics initially came out, but like they've been, they were with IDW and with Dark Horse. I think they're with Dark Horse right now. Like they've changed publishers and stuff, and it's a story of this Ronin, like samurai with no master, but it's in a world of anthropomorphic creatures. Oh, yeah, that sounds awesome. So Netflix and their amazing bid to like buy up everything i mean they've been buying up stuff like we talked about umbrella academy we've talked about lock and key 
Yeah. Um, if you have not watched The Old Guard, which is based on Greg Pak's Old Guard comic, the movie that dropped with Charlize Theron as the lead in it, go check it out. It's a phenomenal action I movie. I started watching it the other night, but I haven't finished it. It's like it's a great action movie. It's not phenomenal, but like action movie standards, like, yeah, it's good. It's got a great yeah. story. These eternal warriors that have existed for millennia, some of them, and it's like, go check it out. And the bid to like buy up all this stuff, they also bought up Yusagi Yojimbo. Um, and it's been called Samurai Rabbit, the Yusagi Chronicles, and it's going to be an animated series coming to Netflix. Nice. Um, we don't know anything of the casting yet. We don't know the release date of it, but they've officially announced this is happening. I don't know the rating. You know, it's a samurai thing, so I don't know if this is going to be kind of more friendly, child-friendly stuff, you know, family-friendly, or if it's going to go full samurai and we're going to see, like, you know, limbs coming off, blood spurting, decapitations, you know. I, I don't I don't know because I don't know the comics. I'm not a big reader of Yusagi Yujimbo. I've never really tried to get into it. Like, I enjoy Japanese culture, but I've never dove into that. It's something I probably do need to dive into at some point. Um, so I don't know what to expect, personally. See, and that's, that's something... So coming from an anime background, um, and I'm not going to profess to be uh, the all-knowing person in this aspect, but... On this show, a, you are, man. On this show, you're better than me. <laughs> like, you're definitely I mean, an anime guy. Coming from that background and liking the more, like, period type and specific animes like uh like uh samurai x and mm-hmm. ninja scroll and mm-hmm. things like that i love samurai anything like i love there, there's a movie called 13 assassins where it's about about this village that hires this group of 13 ronin to to guard against an army i just love i love samurai in general so this sound this is like right up my alley i love this stuff yeah so that's definitely coming to netflix i don't know when yet we'll keep you updated guys on the date for that and um, but i wanted to make an announcement for it because like the character's a cool character the guy the the guy that's been writing it has been writing it the whole time this is like one of these passion projects this is this guy's this is his baby this is his you know character um you can definitely check it out. It's available on Amazon and stuff. You can get collected volumes and stuff like that of it. So um, I might be looking into that myself just to try and get some stuff. What's it called again? Uh, Yusagi Yojimbo. I'll put the spell in the chat. Yeah, I want to check that out. And who do you know who the uh, creator is again? Um, I cannot remember his name. Okay, but, okay I'll look. But he's like the only writer of it. So if you find like a, a thing for it, like it's him. Got it. It's like it's, it's it's been the one creator behind it, so um definitely go check out the comics, guys. Just literally put in Yusagi Yuzimbo into um into Amazon, put in like volume one, and you'll get like a, the collections, the first sets. Um, so like it's definitely worth checking out. I've got a feeling I've got Nitro into this, so he might be the yeah, one. Yeah, I've already looked at it. I it up on Amazon already, man. You know me. You know he might be the first the one giving you the review in this before I. <laughs> <laughs> Which, if you know us, that's a rarity. Usually, I'm the one delving into all the like the indie stuff and looking at all the other like unusual things. Um, but I think this one might be Nitro's. Yeah, it's right up my alley, man. I love this type of stuff. Um, all right, let's do let's do one of the casting announcements before I talk about the comics. Um, so the first casting announcement, randomly out of nowhere, Noah Centennial. I don't even know him from anything, at least as far as I'm aware. Has apparently been cast as Atom Smasher in the Black Adam movie. So Atom Smasher is a character that can like reshape his body and grow it and shrink it and all these different things. And like apparently he's going to be in the Black Adam movie. Hmm. 
What I don't know anything about Black Adam. I'll be straight up. I don't know if Vatman Smasher's got a connection to Black Adam. There isn't one that I know of. But I'm kind of like, okay, I... Let me put it this way. We know... We've known for about a decade that The Rock's going to be playing Black Adam at this point. Like, he announced it, like, forever ago. It's been 82 ago. years. <laughs> it's, like, forever ago he announced it. And I'm like, never in my life did I think the second casting announcement for Black Adam was going to be Atom Smasher. Yeah. Some, like, C-list, D-list villain. Like, okay. I, I, But then again, personally, I still stand by the point there shouldn't be a Black Adam movie. No. It's like he's an anti hero. No, he's not. He's Shazam's villain. Black Adam is the yin to Shazam's yang. I mean, let's be sure. I know that much. Yeah, I know that. it's like the only reason he's getting his own movie is because The Rock said he wanted to play Black Adam over Shazam. Literally the only reason. Literally. Yeah, that's that's it. When you're The Rock and you're that big of a name, you get to make calls like that. That's literally the guy who was on Flash. Yeah, see if you watch The Flash on the CW. Funnily enough, mentioning The Rock, Atom Smasher was actually played on The Flash TV show by Adam Copeland, better known as Edge from WWE. Really? Yeah. Um, very briefly in the random time he was in um, he was on the show, it was played by Edge. Um, for all the wrestling fans that are in chat, I know there's a few of you. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's the guy. If you know him, like the guy The Flash defeated in that, he's going to be in the Black Adam movie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. You've been talking about Black Adam for forever. I still don't know what's happening in this movie. Just I... Let me know when you started filming. Then, then then let's talk. Yeah, let me know when you've got a story. I don't yeah. even know if there's a story for this yet. I'm like... Uh... All right. Comic news. We are a comic book show. Let's talk about actual comics. How dare you I talk know. about comics. Oh, you'll you'll like these. Yeah, Bursley says I'm excited for Black about Black Adam. I'm excited as far as I can be, considering the only thing I know about it is that The Rock's playing Black Adam and this Noah Centineo is playing Atom Smasher. That's literally all we know about the movie. So in terms of that, I'm like, yeah, I'm excited. I'd be much more excited if he was in Shazam and we got to see him and Zachary and Levi like face off. Yeah, I'd, I'm much more excited for that idea. But you know, that's just me. Because like, Black Adam's a cool character, like I'm, I, I want to see him on screen. I just, I don't think he deserves a movie. No, you know, not a movie um, to itself. Yeah, no. But yeah, so the first announcement out of nowhere, DC Black Label is a basically non-canon books of DC where they can go over the top. They can do more adult themes. They can do all this stuff, and it's under the Black Label. Apparently, even though Three Jokers is apparently within the continuity even though it's black label and where they decided batman's junk can't be shown because we're adult but we're not that adult have announced they're going to be doing a rorschach comic they are milking that watchman stuff man it's a sequel to watchman set 35 years so like modern like length past when watchman happened that's all they've announced on it Like, is this going to be, like, is it actually Rorschach? Because Rorschach dies at the end of Watchmen. You know, spoilers for a comic that came out in the 80s. <laughs> Rorschach dies. Yeah. Manhattan, you know, wipes yeah. him out. Yeah. And, he makes Rorschach. And Doomsday Clock, 
like we get another guy that takes on the Rorschach mantle you know it's like it for anyone that read Doomsday Clock if you didn't I don't blame you it it was pointless <laughs> it, it was it was like two and a half years of build up to get out a 12 issue story that by the time it came out didn't matter yeah except to say hey Dr. Manhattan's touched this universe and to give Wally West new powers that's literally it um, but like so like they've, they've announced nothing else so they've not announced anything else about it they've not even announced the team on it I don't think just that it's going to be a black label it's going to be a sequel to the comic as far as I know the original Alan Moore comic which if you know Alan Moore he's probably loving this <laughs> which you know it's like everyone like gets on Alan Moore for like how much he acts now and he hates the comic book business and all that stuff I was like I don't blame him have you seen what DC's done to his stuff yeah you know what I mean? It's like, they can't leave... I mean, he created it, so, I mean, he has the, he has the right to be like that. Yeah, they can't leave Watchmen alone, because first it was before Watchmen, like, the origin stories of all these characters and stories before Watchmen. Um, then it was, like, the movie, which he wasn't a fan of, because they had to take liberties with stuff and change stuff in his story. It was never meant to be like that. It was meant to be a comic. Um, I'm not going to lie, like, I enjoyed the Watchmen HBO show. I was a big fan of that. If you've got the opportunity to see that, I think it's an HBO Max now. I haven't um, watched it. So, yeah, if you've got HBO Max, you can check it out. I don't think it's on Hulu anymore. I think it was only for a short while and they pulled it. Um, but if you've got HBO Max or the HBO app, you can watch it there. And it's an interesting show. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was an interesting take on it. I never really understood the movie. It's like, yeah, it's like, Watchmen's one of those freaky stories. And the, the honest truth is the comic's a bit is even freakier really yeah um, i tried to read the comic and i was like oh all right <laughs> but again it's like it's one of those comics it changed the comic book world yeah Um. so i serious. i don't know where they're going to go with a rorschach comic like they're going with rorschach do you know what the funny thing is they're pushing rorschach as a character because he's the most popular character from watchman yeah. he's the big one he's not meant to be a hero if you've ever, like, I saw somebody putting up something that Alan Moore had said about Rorschach. Like, he, Ro Alan Moore doesn't understand why Rorschach's so popular. Yeah. Because he literally says, the whole design of Rorschach and the way he is, is like, this is literally what I think Batman would be like in real life. Mm hmm This is like, if someone went full vigilante, vigilante, full over the edge, this is what I think they would be like. They wouldn't care about people. They would block themselves off from everything. Chances are, it's like, he never takes the mask off. He eats, you know, beans out of a can. He's probably not showered for a lengthy period of time because personal hygiene is not a big deal. It's like, yeah. this is what it would really be like in real life. Like, he would go over the edge and he would be a nut job. Mm -hmm. And then everyone went, oh, I love Rorschach. I'm just like him. And Alan Moore's like, that's not a good thing. Stay away from me. Yeah. <laughs> that's not yeah. an okay thing. He's not meant to be emulated. Uh, versus saying the show was amazing, in my opinion, and the movie was like, eh, okay. Yeah, I mean, the movie did a good job for what it had to work with. Like, trying to fit Watchmen into a into a movie was going to be tough. Yeah. It did a decent uh, job, you know. And I didn't really understand the movie a whole lot either. There were aspects where I was like, I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, and uh, I'm like, it's, they did an okay job with it. But, like, I thoroughly enjoyed the show. I thought it was a great sequel. And it's a sequel to the comic. It's not a sequel to the movie. Which is a big thing you need to know going into the show. Because the ending of the movie is different from the ending of the comic. Yeah. And the change aspects of it so like if you don't know the ending of the comic like you'll be like what the hell's going on why is there a giant yeah. squid on new york yeah you know it's like 
Um, so that's coming out. And I need to go to my phone for this one to pull this up because I want to get the details of it. Boom Studios announced a new comic they're going to be releasing soon. Apparently it's been getting worked on for a while. And it's going to be written by Keanu Reeves. Dude, I saw that. And it's called Berserker. Without the vowels. But it's like B-R-Z-R-K-R is the spelling of it and the character is a berserker. Um, apparently he's been working on this for a while like when he was working on the set of Matrix 4 he was like Skyping with the artist and stuff like that um, whereas at this fall Keanu Reeves will make his debut in the comic book writer with Boom Studios original series Berserker and his hyper violent story about an ancient immortal warrior could very well lead to a big screen adaptation with him in the lead role which is probably why the Berserker looks like him so it's, it's funny because people were talking about this and they were like, so it's basically an autobiography. Yeah, see, like, that's, that's, the, that's a picture of the Berserker. They were like, it's it's a 90,000-year-old immortal who's skilled in martial arts. So they're like, oh, yeah, it's basically an autobiography of Count Reeves. Yeah, and it's like, so, and his hyper-violent story, the ancient immortal warrior, blah, 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 I read that bit. Um, USA Today broke the news of a popular actor and beloved human being's first comic, Berserker, from Boom Studios, Reeves is co-writing the limited 12-issue series with Mark Lint um, from Super Spy, Folklore's Bang. He's a well-known comic writer. Alessandro Vitti from Marvel Secret Warriors is illustrating. Bill Crabtree from BRPD will serve as colorist and Clem Robbins from Hellboy as letter. The comic will follow a hyper-violent 80,000-year-old warrior whose father was a war god. This immortal being has walked a blood-soaked path across the world for centuries fighting in countless wars but in the present day where he has to hide his identity the berserker does dangerous jobs for the u.s government in exchange for the truth about his existence he also bears an unmistakable resemblance to the famous actor um writing the comic that's definitely not a coincidence the project began when reeves met with boom studios last year about creating an original material that could one day end up being adapted so if this series does ever move to the big screen, we probably oh, don't have to fantasy cast the lead. That's absolutely going to happen. Oh yeah, especially like how like crazy everyone is over Keanu Reeves these days. Dude, like, he's so well. hot right now, like in the business. <laughs> it's going to happen. He is hot too. I'm I'm, I'm going to be straight you, up. You you sounded totally like a like a teenage high schooler. He's so hot right now. Well, he is hot. <laughs> uh, I'll be the first to admit that. If I look like and Keanu hand, Reeves, the hands are so hot right complain. now. I'll just put it that way. I would not complain. Well, yeah, because you wouldn't have aged in the last 20 years. Exactly. Immortal, hello, autobiography. Burst is saying, oh, yeah, I read about that today. It's like, yeah. So, like, I'm not going to lie. I'm all about checking this out. Keanu Reeves is writing a comic for Boom... And it's for Boom Studios. Like, he's going into this. He's working with a real comic writer, co-writing it with them, real comic artist and inker and letterer, working for Boom Studios, which is a fairly big comic company, one of the probably top five comic book companies in the world right now. Mm-hmm. Um, doing some amazing properties from them. I'm up for checking this out. That sounds intriguing. I'm down. I'm, I'm down to give it a go. Like you know, it's like especially like you're saying your thing for samurai. Like so, it sounds like to me an eighty thousand year old you know berserker warrior. And I'm like, yeah, I'm up for Let's checking it out. Job. And it's a twelve issue mini series, so it's like it's going to be a one and done. If it does okay, I'll probably get more after that. If it does well, yeah. But I'm all about this, actually. I think this could be interesting. Like, I just, I was shocked when they said, like, Keanu Reeves is writing it. I'm like, Keanu Reeves is writing a comic? <laughs> I'm like, okay, that just... 
it just seems so bizarre and out there but at the same time I'm like I'm intrigued enough to check it you know yeah absolutely so yeah that was the two big comic ones some Rorschach and some Berserker which I'm like that's not bad comic book announcements no, not at all I'm, I'm, I'm a little like man on the on the uh, Watchmen one the Rorschach whatever just because I feel like they're just milking that for all it's worth yeah instead of coming it feels like I, like I'll probably check it out to see like what they do with it. Like I want to see issue one just to see where the story's like leading, mm-hmm. just to know about it. But like I'm not I'm not hyper into it to be honest. I'm yeah. like you're just again it's just you're milking this. Like Watchmen was meant to be a one and done story. Yeah, it was never meant to have a carry on. That's why Alan Moore never wrote any more of it. Um. All right, let me grab something for this last announcement. I want to get the comic. Let me get it off my shelf. Just gonna sit here in silence, everyone. Sit here in silence. Does the comedian appear in Watchmen TV show? I don't know. I so I've only seen the first episode or two, and it seemed pretty cool. But then uh, the oh, HBO subscription that I was borrowing uh, got um, removed. So <laughs> we're talking about the Watchmen show. Uh, yeah. he, Ads was asking if the comedian appears. Comedian does not appear because Comedian is dead. Comedian dies in the first Watchmen and in this timeline he was never... Unlike what they did in Doomsday Club where like, oh, we can save Comedian and do some stuff with him. I'm like, no, they didn't save him in the show. He's still dead. Although like half of the Watchmen do appear um, to some extent. No, it's like if you if you want to watch it, I don't want to give spoilers for who shows up and who doesn't, but like, you'll see some of the original Watchmen cast. Um so the comic i wanted to grab was invincible this is as far as i've read is volume one i have not dove any deeper into this so for this casting announcement i can't actually tell who half these people are and the character wise but the fact of who's playing them um is kind of amazing so um it was a skybound expo was it yesterday i think yesterday the day before um, Robert Kirkman, who's one of the owners of Skybound, most people know him from writing the Walking Dead comics. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also the writer of Invincible. They've been working on an Invincible show for a while. Um, apparently this is going to be an animated show and it's coming to Amazon Prime. And he just dropped like 16 casting announcements. Half of the people, I don't even know some of them. Um... I seen it today. It might have been you who shared it. Yeah, I shared it. I shared like pictures of the actors and the characters. Like that took me forever to do last night trying to get all that information. Can you give me the premise of the show or the the book? Yeah. So the premise of the book, like here's the reading right off the back of it. Mark Grayson. So he's invincible. It's just it's just like most everyone else his age. He's a senior at normal American high school. He's a crappy part time job after school and on weekends. He likes girls quite a bit, but he doesn't quite understand them. Enjoys hanging out with his friend and sleeping late on Saturdays, at least until the good cartoons come on. The only difference between Mark and everyone else is that his father is the most powerful superhero on the planet, and as of late, he seems to be inheriting his father's powers. So, basically it's a world where superheroes definitely exist. It's a, yeah. Superheroes are there, and his father is like full-blown superhero. 
Um, his mom isn't, but like they talk of and stuff like that. And his dad has to disappear to go and fight stuff, and has fought like aliens and monsters, and it's part of basically their world's like Justice League. Yeah. Um, and the start of the story is basically Mark starts to inherit his father's powers and starts to um, has to go, and it's a story of him going and getting his costume, picking his name. He is invincible. That's his name. And um, he meets like other teen heroes, starts to team up with them a little bit, and it's a story of his journey being a superhero. The interesting thing about the Invincible, I think there's like thirty-two volumes of this. Holy crap! But it's a complete story. It it isn't like a whole thing like where you go through like you know Batman like they reboot it every so often and like it's now in modern times and it's now like this. Yeah. No, he grows up, he gets married, he has a kid who starts to get powers, he starts to do all this, and he like grows. So like he's a teenager now, so he's like in his thirties, I think, by the time it ends. Yeah. So like it's literally the progression of him as a hero and him as his normal life, and it's like it's such a cool concept. I do know some spoilers for future stuff that I've not read yet. I'm not going to share it. If you want to go and check it out, go and check it out. Invincible, and trust me, the spoilers I don't want to say because if you read them and see what happens in the comic, it's going to yeah, something that just blows your mind. It's phenomenal. Um. So yeah, so they're doing an animated series of this and they announced some massive stuff. So first of all, the first announcement was Stephen Young, uh, if I'm saying his name right, is playing Mark Grayson. Most people know him as Glenn on The Walking Dead. So he's playing Invincible, so the main okay. character. Um, J.K. Simmons is going to be voicing Nolan Grayson, his father. So the other big superhero that he's inheriting his powers off of. Uh, Sandra O oh is playing Deborah Grayson, his mother. Jillian Jacobs is playing Atom Eve, his kind of love interest. So if you see the girl in pink on the back there. I have no idea who Jillian Jacobs is. I cannot find her on social media and find out information about this woman. I do not know who she is. Um, Mark Hamill is playing a character called Art. I don't know who Art is, but Mark Hamill's apparently doing a voice in it, so I'm all for that. Zazie Beats is playing Amber Bennett. Zazie Beats, most people will know from playing Domino in um, Deadpool 2. Carrie Payton is playing Black Samson. Um, he's best known as playing, what's his name, is it Ezekiel from The Walking Dead, the, the black guy with the dreadlocks that had the tiger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most people will know him from that, I believe. Uh, Walter Walton Goggins is Cecil Stedman. Walton Goggins is another big name. Zachary Quinto is playing Robot. Zachary Quinto, okay. um, obviously known from Heroes and from Star Trek. I don't even know if I can say this guy's name. I don't even know who he is. Chris Diamantopoulos is Doc Seismic. Sounds right. Uh, Jason Mantzoukas is Rex Explodes. Which is like the best name ever for a hero. Rex explodes. I love it. Um, Grey Griffin, who's a phenomenal like voiceover actress. You've probably heard her voice in a ton of cartoons. She was a ton of animated stuff. Um, is playing Shrinking Ray and Monster Girl, and when she's in her girl form. Melise, no idea who she is, but she's doing the voice of Duplicate, which I love that name because it's like Dupla Dash K A T E. So it's Duplicate. Nice. Um, Andrew Rennells playing William Clockwell. Like, no idea who he is. 
Kevin Michael Richardson is playing Mauler 1 and Mauler 2, and then also the voice of Monster Girl in the monster form. And then last announcement is Seth Rogen is going to be playing Alan the Alien. Nice. That's insane. Like, that's a phenomenal cast list. Like, there's some yeah. big names there, like big name actors, big name animated stars. A couple of people I don't know in it, but like some of the names that are in it are awesome. Um, so yeah, go and check that out on our social media because like the list is too long for me to um to paste in chat. But there's our socials. Go and check it out in the socials. See the pictures of the actors. You might recognize a bunch of them. I've shared it on like any of them. So whatever social media you follow is on. So like I so like it's telling me they're going all out for this. Like Invincible. I'm down, man. Invincible is a well worth comic. If you guys have not read this, this you want reading recommendations? Well, I'll give you Yuzagi, Yuzagi yeah. Ujimbo, Invincible. Like I picked this up like a couple of years ago when I went to Wizard World here in Richmond because I heard someone talking about how good it was, and I really love it. I mean, the artwork and stuff, and it's phenomenal. Like even just basic stuff. Let me try and get a good screen. Like it's because some of it's so basic. Like it's just blank backgrounds and some stuff. There's not like massive amounts of color, so like it focuses so much on the character. But then, like, you get to later pages and you get, you know. Yeah, I might have to borrow that from you, Cross. Yeah, I'll definitely give you a loan of it, man. It's like, and it's in my list to pick up volume two of it. You know, it's like, so even like nighttime scenes when he's out flying. That's cool. I like the aesthetic. You know, it's a really cool, really interesting aesthetic. And then, of course, you get like normal school shots, which are done pretty decently as well. You know, the artwork's. It's pretty sweet. It's not like phenomenal over the top artwork. Like it's like we were talking about Dominion. Like I love this picture for the cover of chapter three. Yeah. And um, him and his dad fighting off a bunch of aliens. Definitely looks like J.K. Simmons. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like J.K. Simmons. I'm like, yeah, you could play that. Yeah, that's him. Pretty you know, much. It's like, and that's it. And it's all voiceover. That's it's gonna really be So like 100%, guys, go and check out Invincible. Invincible Volume One. It's, like I said, there's 32 volumes, but it's like if you start reading and collecting it, that's it. It stopped. It's done. I think it's Ryan Stegman that does the artwork. No, it's not Stegman on this one. It's Walker, it's the last name of the guy that does the artwork. Um, but Ryan Stegman, I believe, takes over the artwork at a certain point. Um, and he's most recently was working on Spider-Man, I believe, with um, Nick Spencer. Um, during his run, I believe it was Stegman that was doing that. Um, so yeah, definitely go and check it out. And if you've got Amazon Prime, then keep an eye out for this. We don't have a release date for it yet, because um, they've obviously just announced the casting, so they've not actually recorded yet. Mm. Um, but yeah, definitely keep an eye out for that. I just That was a massive like bunch of names for them to just drop. Like, you could have just done like five of those names. I mean, like Stephen, Stephen Young, J.K. Simmons, Sandra Oh, you know, Mark Hamill, Walton Goggins, Seth Rogen. Like, six of those names are, like, proper big-name actors that people yeah. recognize off the bat. You know, Zazie Beats has become a massive name. Carrie Payton's becoming a big name. Zachary Quinto is well-known in geek community, you know. Greg Griffin's known for voiceover act. Like, you know what I mean? It's a phenomenal casting for it. Yeah. So, like, I'm, I'm hyped for it. I'm hyped to see what they do with this show. Like, and I definitely want to get more into the comics. I definitely want to get into, like, volume two and three and keep going with it and see what they do with it. It's definitely worth checking out. Um, but yeah, I think that was most of my news for this week then. But like I said, it was so much news. <laughs> so yeah, much, it was a lot. So much stuff happened this week. Like, 
Like, even that one with Invincible, that literally dropped last night. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm struggling to fit this stuff in. And you've dropped another massive thing for it. Um, Maybe by next week we'll have an, uh, an Eternals trailer. Maybe. Maybe. You won't be here to talk about it, though. But that's a good segue. I'll be supporting though. you from afar. So that's a good segue, though, actually, to our upcoming shows. Let me talk about that quickly. So for three out of the next four weeks, Nitro's abandoning us. He's he's going away and daring to take a vacation and spend time know, with right? his family. How dare, how dare I? All that sort of stuff. You know, how dare he abandon all you lovely people? Um, But we've got some amazing guests coming on to help me out. So next week, as we mentioned... Um, let me do a shout out here for One Geek 411 because they actually have a Twitch channel. Oh, there's Cameron popping in. Check that out because I believe they're going to start live streaming their stuff um, on there as well, like their podcasts and stuff. You can find their podcasts on Spotify, iTunes, all the good places that you find podcasts. Um, and also find our social media. I don't have a link for the social media stuff, but I'll definitely go ahead and get that sorted for next week so we can do that properly for them. Um, so they're going to be coming on and they're actually going to be talking with me about the MCU phase two. Um, so we're looking forward to having them on the show. We're looking forward to doing a bit of conversation with them. Um, it's a group that I definitely enjoy. Yeah, if you've got the links, Cameron, by all means, go for it. You yeah. can go ahead and drop them in chat and I'll tell Skeets to not get rid of them. <laughs> Which he will probably do because he's a jackass like that. I know, right? What a jerk. <laughs> he really is. Um but yeah so it's like we've got them coming on the show i'm a fan of their podcast i love listening to the their conversations or different stuff their different um takes on things are very they're really great with four different personalities talking on different conversations so like i'm really excited to get the chance to know them on stream a little bit more and um, just watch the first four movies for phase two got two more to do yeah well that's nice. my that's my job for this week i'm gonna be binging like six movies um see see what it, see what we mean though Skeet's just... What the heck did you do, Bob? Because apparently Skeet's right. deleted everything that you... <laughs> I am so sorry, Cameron. Uh, he has timed you out. I don't know why. It's because he's a jerk. Skeet's bots is a jerk. He is. I don't know. He's a big meanie. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, but I'm not sure if I like him or not. Okay, I'll set up a thing for that because I'm like, I, I'm still working on Skeet's. He's, he's very temperamental. He's new. We've only had him... This is only a second week working. So like he's very temperamental. Still part time. <laughs> so give him fifteen minute breaks. Yeah. So following that week, Nitro will be back, um, and we're going to be doing part three of our talk of the early two thousands movies, the one that we missed last week. We're going to be talking about Daredevil, Elektra, and if we've got time, we'll talk about Ghost Rider. I want to throw three out there, but going by how our Fantastic Four talk went, we got through two movies and weren't able to do Superman Returns really. We always think that we're not going to be able to fill the time with our, the, the, the topic that we have, and we always end up going more than we thought we would do. Oh, yeah. Because well, right we now, like to talk. We're like two and a half hours already. Like, that's why I'm yeah. doing all the this is a long stuff. Time. Yeah, this is like ridiculously long. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so he's going to be back to talk about that. Then, the, And that's the first week of August. Then the next two weeks in August, he is not going to be here. For that first week, I'm actually, this is the first time announcing these two weeks because I've confirmed these people finally. Um. For that second week, which I think is the 9th of August, let me double check that. Yes, it is. For the 9th of August, um, we actually have a former guest of the show, Lewis Southerd, who we talked to about Villains Seeking Heroes. Um, you can Thank see you that know. on our YouTube channel. Um, he came on and talked about that. He's actually coming on to guest host with me 
and we're still working out what we're going to be talking about and but he's going to come on and just chat with me for a couple of hours and just hang out and talk to all you lovely people so i'm so excited that lewis is coming back on for that i just thought hey you know what really cool to get him back on and just chat with him because if you watch that episode there's a lot of us just chatting Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course the following week the 16th um, we are going to be talking with Isaac from the Infinity Bros he is coming on again Isaac's again awesome. a previous um, guest on the podcast and uh, he came on to talk to us about the MCU Phase 1 movies and he's going to be coming on to talk to us about the Amazing Spider-Man movies the Andrew Garfield ones we tried to get him on the show to talk about um, the Sam Raimi trilogy a few weeks ago but it was too short notice and we didn't really get enough time for it um, so I said yeah you definitely come on and talk about that and he's going to be coming on and guest host with me that week so we're going to be talking about the amazing Spider-Man movies so we've got an amazing couple of weeks kind of lined up um, with Nitronaut being here we tried to give you guys a little bit of variety a little bit of guest hosting and different topics um, so yeah so that's what to expect from the next few weeks guys it's going to be exciting yeah, it's going to be very exciting. I'm looking forward to it. All right, so let's do our t- typical. Let's go ahead and um, see if we can raid someone to end us out. Who just want to give a real shout out to Jim Lee. I love you, boo. Yeah, because you know Jim Lee's, Jim Lee's a big watcher of the podcast. He, oh, absolutely. Every week. Every week, man. You know, he just he lurks in chat and just listens to us. Uh, let me see who's on I don't even know who's on on Sundays that's the problem like half the people I watch don't stream on a Sunday so I'm like it's really hard to go ahead and like drop them something let's do Boz Pastor Boz from um, uh, from God Squad Church we can do him or we can do Gid Kid Dad who we've shouted out to before let's do Pastor Boz let's do Boz because we've not done him before and um, b-o-z-g-s sorry all right so we're going to try and link over if to raid pastor boz and um, so go ahead give him a lot of love give him a lot of shout out guys give him a all the love and drop him some follows boz. all right and um, but we're going to sign off guys we hope you had an amazing week and we will see you all next week at our usual time of two o'clock with me and one geek 411 adios take, muchachos take care see you guys